listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. got a bitch shoot dice and a bitch that ain't right. I got a bitch here front. You work and take your life. I got a credit card hoe. A scam type hoe. A fraud type hoe. Like to snort that dope. A dick sucking pro. A calico hoe. A real solid bitch out Chicago. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Test Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we're in the house for a Thursday edition of the Black Guy Tips. Where we're getting started late because. uh Technical difficulties, y'all. Just technical difficulties. Fuck vocal. Learning how to use new programs. No, do not fuck vocal. They've been very kind to us. It's just they're having some issues right now, man. You don't turn your back on your friends like that, Justin. You don't do that. So, uh, yeah, man, we, we had to move to a different platform. So uh, be on the lookout for some changes. We might be having to move to stick cam permanently because we just keep having these errors with vocal right now. But... Hopefully we can work with them. I mean, if if, the, if it, when everything's running, vocal is great though. Yeah, I would prefer to use vocal, but I can't have people that can't see get the in. Show. In see us. Um, all right, man. So uh, first things first. Um, you listen to the Blackout Tips, and it's a comedy podcast that we do three times a week. We being me and my wife. Um, not me. Yeah, uh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not married to her. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, we are gay married. Me and my husband. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, 
I'm Roderick's Prime. Karen is Say That Again. We're both on Twitter under those names. The show Twitter is TBGWT. And the dude on camera right now that you heard at the beginning is my man, Jay Trill. Uh, say what's up, man. Oh, what's up, everybody out there listening to the show? Ski wee. It's good to have yeah, you back. Yeah, buddy. It's good to have you back, man. Um, now, first things first, Justin is on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Rhyme over reason. And uh, what you been up to, man? It's been a while since we uh, talked to you, man. You been trying to improve your life and shit on the low? Uh, of course not. I keep it ratchet all day, every day. Let's see. I held up a grocery store. I held up a liquor store. Um, I got two women pregnant currently. And I'm looking for a, a third wife. Okay. So, cool, man. Any single women out there, you know, holler at your boy. All the single ladies. Hit me up on the DMs. It's good to hear that kind of stuff, man. I, ah! thought, I thought you might have been out there trying to get positive and, like, learn and do, you know, like, go to school and shit. You know, I'm against that. No, well, I actually had this button-up shirt on because you told me it was a um, formal event. This is my best formal shirt. <laughs> it's not because I have a job or anything. Don't. Well, I know you probably came from, um, probably just came from uh, your work release program. So, that's fine. Yeah. You know, you go meet your parole officer, you might have to dress up a little bit. Um. Well, that's good, man. I'm glad everything's doing okay, man. And uh, you been balling it all lately, cause uh, uh yesterday, look a little rusty. <laughs> Listen, yesterday <laughs> for the first time, and my fucking ankle hurt, <laughs> sore, leg sore. I'm just like, man, shit. I might just stick to lifting weights and let that be the end of it. <laughs> I, I, last night, I really was like, you know, this might be a good time to retire. Like this, really. <laughs> <laughs> I go out on top. <laughs> yep, this May might as be well. a good time. Well, um, it's good to have you back, dude. People have missed your ratchetness. I know my man Don DeLorente on Twitter has been asking about you uh, nonstop. Um, and things just, you know, got kind of out of control with the with the guests and stuff we had on the show. We had a bunch of, you know, uh, celebrity guests and stuff. And it was like, I can't be introducing these people to Justin. It's, it's too much. They'll, they'll, they ah. won't even do the show. <laughs> you know, I, um, I appreciate even just people asking, like, what happened to me? Right. You know what I mean? Especially when you do have professionals, um, people that's coming on regularly that want to be a part of your show. Because uh, this is a nice show. You got something special going on. It, it is amazing when somebody says, like, uh, that's cool. Y'all had Keith and the girl on the show, but where is Justin? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they be dead serious. They do, they, they, I can't even see, you know, their emotions through the tweet. But I'm pretty sure it's like, it like a straight face going, word, for real. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping the girl was nice. I mean, sometimes people just appreciate. I have a higher level of ratchetness and quality about myself that, you know, some people just can't reach that level. Yeah. I turn it all on and off just like that. Mostly it's on, though. But I can't turn it's it like, off. It's like, uh, uh, Monty Gandy was a fine guest and all, but... um. Justin needs to come back on the show. There was some rape jokes that ah! nobody made, and uh, apparently, uh, people were not talking about beating their wives and making mm-hmm. that funny. So it's not good enough for us. So mm-hmm. we got them back, y'all. Wait, I, no, I'm serious when I talk about slapping my hoe around. Though. Obviously, you know, obviously, <laughs> we've all met your your beautiful wife, and uh, we know how you get down. There's only one way to keep them in line: treat them like you beat them. Yep. Um, take, take lessons. That's love. <laughs> right now, I'm preparing a course. So it'll be coming to a city near you soon. I'll be traveling. There'll be dates. <laughs> <laughs> we taking this show on the road. Yeah, that yep. should have get shut down. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, man. First of all, man, thank you guys for listening. Um, 
You can find all the information about the show by going to theblackhourtips.com. While you're there, you can do a bunch of cool-ass shit. Things like, you know, donate to the show. Give us money. Uh, you can do a runtime or recurring. You can also buy stuff from our store. You can like our Facebook page directly from there. Um, you can do stuff like follow us on Twitter. You can uh, check out our the Donate Your Account button and, and let us get a hold of your Twitter account and Facebook account to spread the word for the show. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. That is really easy way to help the show out. You can also go to theblackguywhotips.com slash about section for all our contact information such as the phone number where you can leave voicemails throughout the week or talk to us live Saturday mornings uh, the email theblackguywhotips at gmail.com and things of that nature you know just information that you might want to know about the show um, you can all you can get it all there um, don't forget also the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball bullet ball extreme yes sir That's right uh, it's a fun game they play down there in Duluth. <laughs> um, and uh, I guess uh, I'll start with this because I, I feel like it's the most exciting information that we've had in a while. Um, I remember a couple of times we mentioned it on the show, but we didn't really go hard on it. That apparently Stitcher, the app for all the podcasts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like the world and shit. Yes. <laughs> like, everybody. like everybody's on it. Big, small, yeah. everybody's on Stitcher. Adam Carolla's on Stitcher, you know, all, all of that stuff. Um, so uh, apparently Stitcher decided that they were going to have some awards. Mm-hmm. And we mentioned it on the show that they were having nominations yep. for, you know, like vote to see if you can get nominated and stuff. Um, we mentioned it a couple of times, but we didn't really go too hard on it. I think I may have tweeted about it once or twice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I may have put it on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. possibly. Mm-hmm. But um, that was about it. That was all I really, um, really did for that. Um, so it, I guess uh, I was online um, after Nick Jew and Arthur the Edgy mm-hmm. came through. Um, Thank you, y'all. We had so much fun with them. We got to do that again. Yeah, they were. Yeah, we got to. Y'all need to come out here and fly across the country again. <laughs> no, Get no. to do this again, guys. Come on, let's go. Just put it in the budget. <laughs> no, you got, you next got, time, next a couple time. days till Sunday. Let's go, Nick Jew. Yeah, just put <laughs> Next time, hopefully, we can make it out there to see y'all. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so so basically, they, they came through, and um, we had a great time, man. We it was did. a really fun show. Um, they were just, uh, so nice. And, yes. um, like, like I said, everything that you think about them as far as the, the way they represent their friendship, uh, calling the show and all that stuff, it just, it's all true. Yes, it is. Nothing's and, uh, fake about that. Yeah. It's real cool to see like genuine people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it's real cool to have people like that knew about the podcast and care because, you know, in real life, we don't get to talk about the podcast that much. Mm-mm. I mean, pretty much, you, you spend most of your time just being like, okay, uh, that you know, uh, I have a podcast, and then people go, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, most people, they either well, don't thanks, know what it is. Thanks, Grandma. Yeah, oh, you tell family about it. I don't even really tell people unless they already know, because most of the time, people give you that blank stare, like, okay, like, 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 that don't mean nothing to me. Right. So, uh, you know, I, and I get it. I'm not even. I ain't mad at it. No. 
um i completely understand uh why people um feel that way and stuff but uh it was cool talking to people and talking shop a little bit Mm -hmm. and um wait so you all have friends that have access to the internet yeah a bunch of them um and they don't give a fuck about no podcast fuck my life um so basically we we you know we just hung we got to hang out with them got to talk to them it was fun um they were very 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 funny we end up yes. almost talking to them too long for them to be able to go to the erica badu concert i know right <laughs> and then they oh, came over booty. they came over sunday and they did the show and uh we had a great time doing the show with them mm-hmm. um and it was cool like i actually went back and listened to some of that episode and it's just cool like with them knowing inside jokes from the podcast and stuff um and actually a couple of inside jokes from saturday that i made yep um that nobody will ever know about because they weren't there to hear about Whitney Houston dying mm-hmm. from botulism and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just real dope, man. Nice to meet them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, very lovely people, man. And um, uh, Nick Jew was out here, you know, looking kind of good, fellas. Mm-hmm. Just saying, <laughs> throwing it out there, brothers. Um, so yeah, it was real cool. Oh yeah, no subliminal. I just meant brothers in general, not Leonard. But any of the brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know any he got that brother. patent, MT. Remember, you said Linda Brothers, you got the MT yeah, on the end. TM. I'm, I'm sorry, MT. Lord have mercy. That was like MT, what? <laughs> yeah, the Republicans. <laughs> but, um, all right, so I say all that to say this, man. So uh, Sunday night we were chilling, and I got out. You know, I hadn't had time to really look at Twitter all day, and I didn't look at the show Twitter page. And... um. So I saw Shirley from Chonilla.com mm-hmm. podcast. She was uh, tweeting, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to have to end up covering this fucking article the first, first. day first, right? Yes. But, um, nah, I could just mute this. I'll be fine. But, um, yeah, so, so, so I saw her tweeting, and she said, congratulations on your nomination. Uh, Riders Prime, say that again, the blackout tips. And... I thought she just meant like the process of being nominated, yes. like being able to keep yes. voting. Yeah, because we knew people were voting. Yeah, and I lost track of it, you know. So I was like, oh, yeah, 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 cool, you know, but uh, I don't think the awards have actually started Mm-mm. because um, deep down inside, I was like, I don't believe that, you know, that we will win that shit. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it was it was like, you know, when you look at fucking Stitcher, it's like yes. the fucking people in the contest are uh superstars of podcasting and shit. It's like, oh yeah, Mark Marin, uh Adam Carolla, um, Joe Rogan. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Right. Like these are the people that are in the comedy yeah. section. Um uh Ke- you know, Kevin Smith and the Smartcast and mm-hmm. shit like that. So you like I figured most people would nominate us for comedy. I told them nominate us for everything, but I me too. Most people would nominate us for comedy, and we won't get it, and that's fine. No problem. I completely understand. It was nice of you guys to even try. Yes. Um. So then, um, before I got ready to tell Shirley she was wrong, I was like, "Let me click on this link," <laughs> and I click on the link, and apparently. We are nominated. We're one of the five finalists in the world. Nice. For the most original, original show. show on Stitcher Radio. Praise God. So, I mean, I just, and they, they sent an email that I didn't read because most time is spam, but it says finalists for the first ever, the first annual Stitcher Awards were announced this morning. We have over 55,000 nominations. Wow. Across 8,500 show submissions. Damn. 
this great response speaks to the popularity of podcasting and your influence it was terrific to see the votes from so many of your fans and listeners with over 5,000 shares across Facebook and Twitter people were introduced to great shows as someone on our Facebook page commented that's four shows I had no idea about which I have instantly subscribed to we thank all of you for your enthusiastic support. Congratulations to everyone and best of luck to the finalists. We love hearing from you. Please be in touch with questions, ideas, if you need anything from the Stitcher content team. So, oh, so that sends you an official email. Yeah, nigga. Oh, but you I mean, it. they said this to everybody that's, you know. Y'all in there, son. Y'all in there. you like, yeah, man, we are nominated. So, you know, I think it's an honor to be nominated, man. And, uh, like, we're up against Kevin Smith. Uh, and his podcast, Fat Man on Batman, which They're is like not a, that good. a spinoff. Um, I've never heard of that one. A podcast called The Truth, which I've never heard of. Yeah, they're not that good either. The Church of What's Happening. Mm, yeah, not that good. Okay. Hopefully they're not listening to this getting mad. Um, <laughs> How to Do Everything and The Dinner Party. So mm, Not that good either. They, you know, all these shows are shows we're up against. I looked and we're like one of maybe three or four black shows in the entire thing, first of all. Yes, sir. I think Aisha Tyler is mm-hmm. up for, for best new show. My show. Um, I think there's another there's show, show. Uh, for hip hop. Yep. That was up there. And that was, and then Neil deGrasse Tyson has a show up there. Yes, he does. Um, and you can vote once per day. Mm-hmm. All you need is a Facebook account, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And um, you just go there. You go to stitcher.promotw, all one word, promotw.com. And uh, that's where the awards are. And, you know, make sure you guys are voting daily and uh, to continue to give everybody, um, you know, to, to, to get people to uh, motivated to help us. Um, First of all, you should want to help us, right? You listen to yes. the show. You're a fan. Yes. Um, I, I think everybody wants to be recognized for what they do and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm already kind of honored to be here, but now I kind of want to win this shit. Like, yes, sir. I guess I'm thinking to myself, like, why not? Yes, and I already told Shirley Wong, if we win, it will be the winter of the black guy who tips. I mean, yeah. Rod flying everybody out to the celebration. Everybody's coming on Rod. I feel like if we win, everybody wins anyway, because our <laughs> show is like one of the shows that like really showcases everybody's show. And mm-hmm. we really try to like reach out to as many people as possible. And if you had any hand in this as a fan, as a other podcaster, if you have any influence, whether it's over your friends, whether it's over your audience, whatever, I feel like we all need to pitch in on this shit and like go for it. Like get your people to vote for us. And let's see if we can fucking make an impact because as far as I'm concerned, everyone who's ever been on the podcast, whether it was a caller, whether you wrote an email, whether you were a guest, whether you were in studio, whether you weren't after this shit, you can say you want an award winning fucking podcast. And this isn't just some chump change. Mm -mm. And this isn't like a select few podcasts like this is every fucking podcast. Yes. If we win this shit, then it's like we fucking make a statement, man. And I don't know why we wouldn't want to make a statement and why you wouldn't be want to be part of that. So I think all you need is a Facebook page, a computer and some clicks. And you, you do it once a day. Um, you know, I think the advantage we have is that a lot of these shows are so big and bloated and they're not as hungry anymore. Like, no, they like don't Kevin, even push yeah. and promote Twitter or Facebook or any of the social networks. Right. Kevin Smith's going to eat no matter what. Right. Yep. But I think we should be able to, you know, um, out hustle them like we've been doing 
all this fucking time that's the reason we're on the list uh, is because we do hustle and we don't take breaks and we do work hard and we are all about spreading the word and and getting everybody's voice out there um and not seeing it as a competition and i do try to avoid like direct competition with shows but this is a fucking competition man i want to win this bitch independent label and i'm gonna tell y'all something about rod like we can be hanging out and rod would be like man i gotta prepare for the show like he cuts out a lot of his personal time mm-hmm. to try to give you guys an excellent show, and that's I mean that's commitment. That's something he's doing for y'all for free. Yeah, we don't have interns. We don't have mm-hmm. a physical studio. We don't have nope. all this shit. But we, we do have each other, and we do work hard. Yes, we y'all fail to realize, man. The uh, you know, a lot of people say, why don't y'all have children? Like, the show is our child. Like, we talk about y'all at dinner. And not really y'all, but about the show. So when we talk about the show, we're talking about y'all because we do the show for you guys. Yeah, so I'll, I will put the link in the show notes. I've already paid to promote the post on our Facebook page. Um, I think you have to have Facebook to vote in this poll, by the way. Yeah, because some people were asking, yeah. Yeah, um... And make and I know some of y'all got three or four multiple fake Facebook pages to go holler at chicks. Yeah, use all, all use all your alias pages that you use to you know hide from your boyfriend that what you or really your girlfriend. do. And yeah, like what I don't care. I'm not judging you. Mm-hmm. Now is the time to use those resources. Yes. Yeah, it was simple. I just went to the Black Guy Who Tips uh, Facebook page, clicked vote, took me right to the website. Click like, voted, scroll down till I found Rise um podcast. Yes. Voted. That was just that simple. Like it literally took me less than five minutes. Someone black should win something, why the fuck not us? And if I have to say so myself, especially fucking us. This should because be the year of the nigga. We <laughs> especially <laughs> us because we're not um we're not trying to be something. We're just trying no. to be us. Like, mm-hmm. th- like we are just people that happen to be black that do a podcast. And black might be in the title because we don't run from that shit. And we're not trying to adjust to anybody's itinerary, anybody's, like, what we should be, what image we should be putting forth. We just believe in putting ourselves forth and being ourselves. And if you've signed on to that mission with us, then you're part of the movement. And we need to fucking do this together. Yep. I think we can beat them. Man, and y'all think about it. Y'all wouldn't stood in line for Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Against gay rights. Against gay rights, people. <laughs> but y'all can't vote for the black man? Come on. Come on, son. Y'all took pictures in church with Chick-fil-A sandwiches. This is the least you can do. It's just a click <laughs> at your computer. But, I mean, seriously, though, um, I really do feel like we can do this shit, man. I'm trying I to pump too. it up. I'm, I'm and so excited. And also, mm-hmm. um, sorry to cut you off, baby. Go I also want to thank, uh, Dexter at Shadow Doll Production and Adam and Eve. And Dexter says, like, all his actors, he kind of got all them into it and stuff like that. Right. Because, you know, the, if, if we win, like, they're probably going to have a huge ceremony. And if we win, that's going to be big time. Like, Shouts out to Dex. So, uh, it'll put them on the map and us on the map. And, it, you know, and it'll help us do big and better things for you guys. I just want to call my podcast award winning. Is that I know it's so. Award nominated is nice. I'm not dissing that. Me either. And, I, you know, if, if ultimately that's where we end up, there's no fucking shame in that. But there's also no shame in trying to do better. And we need your help to do so. So fuck everything. It takes a second to fucking vote. Yep. All over the world. So for those in other continents, y'all vote too. Stitcher.com. Oh, I'm sorry. Stitcher.promotw.com. The link will be in the show notes. The link is already on the Facebook page. If you're listening to this shit right now on the computer, go to your fucking Facebook page 
and go and, and go to facebook.com slash the black guy who tips you should already be a fucking member but go there the pay is the most it's the promoted post of the day and just click that link and fucking pick us for the most original show um and then and, share it afterward yeah make sure you share it if you're on twitter make sure you share it and i'll tell you what to just to make it even better um I let me see if I can see the camera real quick. I voted at eight this morning. Yeah. Um. Let me let me get the camera up for those watching live. They'll know they'll know what I'm talking about. But um, I I, I will put up a glass uh, a blackout tips glass for uh randomly to people that vote. So uh, let's say three people that fucking vote, we will mail you a blackout tips uh glass man so uh i will pick it randomly obviously the person the people who vote the most have the highest chance of us fucking seeing mm-hmm. it and picking those tweets. yeah because we see those so um and it and it tags roger's name i think it hashtags the show so the more you do that guys the more we'll see it and, and we will go through and, and randomly uh pick people and send you a glass yeah man i say we fucking we beat them um so let's do it man all right thank you everybody that uh has promoted us thus far and shout out to amber p man she did a whole podcast on why you know it's important and you know and 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 also like how she let us know and just knowing that people are that invested in what we're doing is like uh something that i'm thankful for in itself Mm -hmm. period like it's humbling and um and that's the kind of shit that makes me feel like what we do is important and i think i think what we do is important because what we're doing is not trying to be important. You know what I mean? So let's get it done. Yeah, and the voting is until November the 5th. All right. And that's when, you know, that's right before the president gets in office. So. Mm-hmm. That's why I say it's the year. The so even if Obama loses, we win. So make sure you do this. You will be, regret this yes, shit if we sure, don't. Be sure, be sure somebody black win either way. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is you, a good backup plan. Like, this is the thing. If you know you're voting for Romney, then you automatically have to vote for the black guy who tips. Right. Just so you won't feel bad. Um, all right, man. Um, I was at work the other day and the power went out. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were using the backup generator. Now, first of all. That's I, a new building though, right? Right. Yeah, this, our this power went first. out too. Now, y'all have a backup generator? Uh, probably doing the building. I mean, but did your power, like you say your power went out. But yeah, did but y'all our, our computers work and all that? They went completely out and then they came back on like a few minutes later. Okay, and um, did you guys have full lights and all that stuff? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't know. That might not be a generator. Y'all power might just went out and came right back. Oh, okay. Uh, Our power went all the way out, and then the backup generator um, just had, like, such a low power voltage or whatever. Yeah, it's like Like, every other light when that shit came on. Right, At the barbershop. Say that they got that at the barbershop. Yeah, they might have got the hookup on this shit because like yeah. half the lights were on, half the like, computers were on. Oh shit! So people had to get up and do manual labor. Like they had to start. <laughs> I know they was not happy with that bullshit. Yeah, they sent people to like this hot ass sweaty mail room. Yeah, because they don't no, want to send nobody home. Right. There was no ventilation. Um. So everybody sitting in there like uh they putting together iPhones. Uh. Just, <laughs> Sweating and putting and, and folding mail and shit. Ah, no, oh, they China. was pissed. Luckily, my computer stayed on, so I was good. <laughs> up top. Yeah. I was just sitting up there praying because, like, one of my friends, her computer went out, like, while she was working. So she went from chatting with me, like, man, it's hot in here, man. I can't wait till the power come on to, 
Oh, your power, your computer stopped working. Go in the mail room. <laughs> oh shit! I was like, oh, knocking him out. One did they pull out the whip when she was moving too slow? <laughs> right, it's like get to work, slave. Yeah, I saw Sojourner Truth walking down the hallway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Harriet told me uh, shot some shot some white dude in the back. Wait this way, we could be free. Come told on, me to come with her down the stairs. I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that can't go. <laughs> That's what was true. You, good. I got it too good here. Your computer was my working. Com- <laughs> <laughs> my computer is working. I got it too good. I started doing some soft shoe, and then I told. <laughs> He over, she over here, Master Ken. <laughs> Come get her. Yeah. Sarah Palin did an interview talking about you and shit afterward. Yeah. Um, ah! So it was miserable for five hours. It was hot. Oh, so y'all really went out. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no air. No air conditioning. <laughs> like, our generator, it was all backup power. And you um, can't open up the windows because nope. people are suicide. They jump out of them. Right. It was hot. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was dark. Uh, yeah. Computers weren't working. Some people had to sort mail. And it made me think, how the fuck did people do spreadsheets back in the medieval days, man? That's why the numbers ain't right. It had to be miserable because not this time because I... Uh, we we're near each other, so I think when not when the power went out, our power actually came back on. It didn't stay out, but we've had it where our power went out. And Roderick is white, right? We went to the bathroom. Half the bathroom's fucking dark. You was like, shit, I can't see the toilet to piss. You like, this is no fun. You know yeah. what though? I think some. I think that's when you really see the true colors of your coworkers. Like if your power goes out and it's kind of dark. Do you see people start to look around and then randomly at desks they don't work at? And then when all the lights are back on, it's like, hmm, could have sworn I had a 20 in my pocketbook. <laughs> like, was was Tyrone at my desk? Man, it was crazy because we have the dumbest fucking security at our job, right? <laughs> like, our security uh, system is ridiculous. It's like fucking what you would use for the CIA but we don't have a fucking CIA business. There's nothing at my company <laughs> that's worth stealing. <laughs> worth yes. protecting. Like unless it's a company that is secretly like uh, the company from Alias, and I'm just an employee that got hired and I'm tricked. And <laughs> nope. Nobody told you the truth. Yeah, everybody else is secret agents, but me. Then something the fuck is up because we need to badge in and badge out, right? Now, every, yep. a lot of companies badge in and badge out. That's nothing different, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, here's the thing. When you badge in at my company, your badge does not work on that side again until you use the other the, the, the other panel on the inside to get out. So Uh-oh. if you badge in and you don't open the door in time, your ass is just stuck outside. <gasps> Vice versa. If you badge out and you you know and you don't open the door in time you're stuck inside right oh shit now they do have a button for the inside but there's no, no there's no emergency but, situation for the outside you just lock the fuck out and you just be stuck out there in this little hallway and <laughs> the only thing you can do is hop back on the elevator right now wow. whenever there's a fire drill the elevator shut down whenever there's no power there's no fucking elevator did somebody get stuck in the elevator? Nobody got stuck in the elevator. Man. But, uh, man, that could have happened, though. Yeah, I mean, because um, it just randomly went out. Also, you would have been stuck in that little lobby room, even if you weren't in the elevator. Somehow you get off the elevator, you get on our floor, the doors are electronically sealed. You can't fucking go in. Like They don't unlock when the fire drill come on? No. Or when the, fi- no. when the power go, you, go he, he said you can go out, you just can't come in. But but yeah. look like that would be a safety feature. The power's out, so it looked like everything would unlock. Yeah, okay. 
Well, that would make sense. I'm sorry. Yeah, that would. No, I'm not disagreeing with you oh, at all. Okay. I'm telling you the shit don't work. <laughs> <laughs> like this. Because at, at our job, we have two sides. So you can go in and out on both sides. Like, this shit looks like it was designed by somebody who survived a workplace shooting <laughs> and didn't oh. really think it through. <laughs> like, just, I just want security. I just want security. It's like, there was well, like, nigga, Bob's you- husband came in here and shot the place up. That shit will never happen again. Right. Either you're going to be stuck in or you're going to be stuck <laughs> out. Yo. But either way, you stuck. Yo, can you imagine they put the building on lockdown and you, the one dude... <laughs> Stuck on one side of the hallway, right? And the dude with the gun in the other ear, and you like, fuck, I can't get in. Yeah. My badge ain't working. My badge ain't working. You beating on the door, let me in, let me in. The nigga, like, nah, nigga, <laughs> you on your own. So like, um, yeah. dodge them bullets like Neo. Yeah, our security is just fucking dumb as shit. That's man. not smart. But yeah, and I, I like, as soon as the power went out, I was like, I hope nobody got stuck outside because. There's no fucking way you're getting back in the building. But so. it ain't no way y'all getting out there. But shit. then they are free, though, technically. Like, oh, this must be a sign to go home. But that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know what kind of job you have, but it's not a job where I can just go home. Like, it's just, that's the problem. Like, it wouldn't the, be, a, I wouldn't even be talking about this shit if we could walk home. Just, I'd just I, be like, Bob. I'm not going to yeah. say on camera. <laughs> about my flexibility i'll just say i work very hard right um it's kind of difficult um and, and you know what i'm i'm like i, agree. I appreciate this support of my i supervisor. agree roger because it's nothing fucking worse than the power going out like at 10 a.m right and you sitting there nothing to do all like for our job everything we do is on the computer everything we do is on the computer there's not too much other manual labor you can do so basically everybody stands sitting around staring and looking at each other for hours i just hope my battery life holds up uh, yeah that and it was just frustrating especially when you see other people in the building leaving and shit like that yo y'all gonna stay here and y'all gonna take a lunch yeah man it was just whack and then like I said, with the Fort Knox security is like tedious as shit. Cause like uh, one time I, I guess I forgot to do my, my, you know, to run my badge across the pad on the way out the door. So I get there for work early the next day, like 15 minutes early. It's like 6.45 in the morning. I'm probably, you know, one of the first people there and I'm just stuck in the fucking lobby. You know that, and wow. that is fucked up. Cause even if you're walking out with someone else, you still have to swipe your badge across. Right. It's, it's it's the dumbest dumb. shit ever. It's fucking stupid. I can imagine. And it's not even it. how they keep track of us being at work. So it's, no. it's even dumber than that. Like <laughs> it's not like I could see if it was like, well, no, what we actually use this to tell when you got to work and how long you were here and shit like that. Because then I could at least be like, okay, well, I see what you're saying. You're monitoring people's time, so bam, you know. Now and it's easier than clocking in, logging in, whatever you have to do with your computer. It's easier than that. You just swipe a badge. Oh, no, no, no. That's not what we use it for. What the fuck are we doing? Is it like a secret, like, Other uh, than y'all are we building a nuclear bomb? Are we the Iran nuclear bomb facility? And I don't know. Because so, I would like to know that information so I can quit. I would like to oh, think so- it's something more positive. Like, maybe you guys have a um, porno filming company in the basement. You, I would, I would ah! still like to know, Justin. It's too much fucking security. <laughs> well, I got gold and diamonds and all kinds yeah, of shit at the it's like... <laughs> Like is the um the 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 uh, FDA gonna break up in there someday or uh, uh <laughs> like they they, they gonna uh, the the uh, the federal uh, drug administration gonna bust up in there and be like y'all are selling illegal marijuana. He's like, oh shit! Now I understand why they had us locked in. Yeah, good grief, man. So yeah, that shit happened. Um, and like I said, I never found out how did people do spreadsheets back in like eighteen hundreds. 
They didn't. Well, there was no power. Saying, that's why people. That's why people had extra income without an extra job. Well, how did they count the productivity of the slaves and shit? If they didn't do spreadsheets, that didn't even make sense, they, Justin. They made up numbers. Yes, they did. Like when they said 40,000, probably was like 60,000 slaves on the ship. I prefer to think of a man in a powdered wig with a ruler and a pencil drawing on a sheet of paper to make a spreadsheet Doing like no, Excel. Roman numerals, one, two, three, yeah. four, then slash for five. <laughs> they couldn't. They stopped going to school at like fifth grade. All right. All right. Well, don't let reality fuck up my joke. Um, <laughs> speaking of reality, man, why the fuck? I saw this today. I don't know if you guys been watching the movie previews and commercials and shit, but have y'all seen the preview for this new movie called Lincoln? Mm-mm. It stars the, the, um, Daniel Day-Lewis. Is that the one where he's like a vampire killer? No. that See, I saw that one. It's Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, right? Yeah, yeah we went this, to the movie this, to see that one. Yeah, this movie is called Lincoln and, of course, starring Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis can act, by the way. Like, that's my nigga. Now, I fucks with Daniel Day-Lewis. If y'all ever seen, um, what's that movie he was in where he was like, I drank your milkshake. I drank it up. That shit was good. Never, Nothing never, but never acting. Never seen that one. Mm-hmm. No, never seen mm-hmm. it. Y'all never heard that? There Will Be Blood is the name of that. It's an Oscar yes, winning movie. Yes, that I've seen. Well, that's the movie he said it in. You sure you've seen it? That's the the I know I haven't seen it. Was that at the beginning? No, that's at the end, dog, when he killed Preacher Boy. He was like, I drank your milkshake. Come out in the bowling room and he had the plate to do the yeah. crawling on the Yeah, plate. yeah, yeah. I don't remember him yelling that. Yeah, oh, he, nigga, I'm about re- to look this I up. I just remember him having a conversation about wanting more money. And he was like, mm, nah, how about I just kill you instead? Uh, Yeah, I'm about to look this up right now because I can't believe. You don't now, Karen. I, mean, I can I, believe doesn't know this because Karen doesn't. I know, remember the hair flying crazy, shit. like the mustache looked like it wasn't real towards the end because like he was just wild. Yeah. And the butler was like, mm, "This nigga is crazy." Didn't he send like the butler away or something? Yeah, he sent him away. All right, here we go. Here's here's the scene, the pivotal scene, one of the best in movie history. This is some acting right you here. You it's called "They Will Be Blood." But yeah, man. Uh, anyway, so um, Daniel Day Lewis be acting his ass off. Um, everybody should be up on him. If you're not, man, just Google that dude. IMDb him. Watch any movie starring him, and you'll understand. So he's playing Abraham Lincoln in this new movie. Um, but I don't think there should be two Lincoln movies in the same year because I, what else is there to say about this dude? I already know that he freed the slaves and killed the vampires. Why the fuck are there two different movies about the same, same thing. dude in the same... Like, I know that in this new movie, he's going to be, let me guess, freeing slaves and killing vampires. 
So what's the fucking point? I guess this is the year of freeing the slaves. It's the year. Of, that's the year of the nigga. See, it's it's all tied ah, together. Ah, ah. I mean, the other thing that was weird too is not even like they had any scenes in the trailer with the vampires. So it's like, why are y'all trying to hide the fact that he's gonna be killing vampires? I've seen the other movie. I know when I go see this movie, at some point, vampires gonna come out, and y'all didn't put any of the action in the trailer. Y'all just put him talking to a bunch of white dudes about slavery and war and freedom. Uh, excuse me, vampires? <laughs> that that might sell you a couple more tickets. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah, I probably won't go see that bullshit. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe that's like maybe that'll be closer to the release date of the movie. Maybe, man. Like the, the week it comes out. So, uh, also, I've been talking about politics with a lot of white people lately. Shout out to my white folks. And, uh, you know, some of the conservative ones, man, I always notice that they seem to think that uh, welfare is way more money than it actually is. Yes, they do. Right? Like, Justin, you ever notice that? That white people that hate welfare always be like, and they don't, people on welfare in these entitlement programs. They were like, they living off of welfare. Yeah, right. nigga, how they much money do living. you think they make? A hundred dollars a fucking week? Can you live off of that? All right, then. Yeah, there's nobody that would trade gainful employment money <laughs> for welfare money. It's not yes. close. No. The numbers aren't close, people. The, the people talking about Cadillacs in the ghetto and shit, uh, maybe if you sell drugs. That's right. But not from a government check. That shit won't no. make a half of a fucking payment on a fucking Cadillac. And have you seen where... Typically where these people live. Right. Also. I also love the people that get into the, you got SUVs in the ghetto. It's like, it's the ghetto though. (laughs) Yes. Your ass might get shot. Your ass might get robbed. You got roaches. You got rats. A lot of ghettos are very nasty. But yet you act like these people is living the life. Word. You you also act like it's the, the, the 2013 model SUV. It's the 1996. I just, I, I'm just saying, my my family, uh, you know, is one of those generations of family where we like upwardly moved out of the ghetto in my lifetime, which is hard to do. By right? Way. Yes. And but I, while I was there, I don't remember no fucking SUVs and Cadillacs, dog. <laughs> it wasn't nice. It wasn't a Nas video. It was fucking yes. terrible. It was still bike Chevys <laughs> and roaches. Yes. And the thing, the thing about it is, when you talk to people like this, not only do they think these people make a million dollars every month a lot of people think if you get any type of government assistance they have the right to tell you what to fucking do with every single dime because quote unquote their tax money is going into this yeah shouts out to my food stamp stamp owners that do the um 5400 you know what I'm saying? I appreciate y'all. So 5400 what's that? What's that? Um, I give them $50, but I get to spend 100 in the grocery store. I don't even know. Oh, 54800 Yep. Oh, okay. You're talking about, like, people that buy food stamps and shit? No, I, 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 listen, I, I um, <clears throat> while I'm on camera, let me, hold on, let me block the camera. <laughs> I participate in the 5400 uh <laughs> I will give you $50 to go spend 100 because they can't buy liquor and things like that with their card. They can't buy gas uh, with the food stamp card. They can't um, go out and buy clothes for the baby and things like that with the food stamp card. So they'll gladly trade um, $50 cash in the hand. Four hundred of food, uh, EBT benefits or whatever. Right, right? Cause some, and, and, it, and normally it's the ones that have maybe $600 on their food stamp card. Right. Um, things like that. So. Well, I'll just put it like this, man. 
i realize now why white people believe that shit man and it makes sense to me now um it's because of welfare cheese man like they think if you're getting free cheese from the government <laughs> that's like what worth is weight in gold <laughs> jackpot like what's more valuable than cheese to white people man and all these people talk about government cheese and they just be like you get free cheese from the motherfucking government and you complaining who cares if you live in a ravaged like crime ravaged part of the city where you're just lucky to survive every day you look in the mailbox and there is cheese there sir yeah, they don't mind that you didn't pay for. That yeah. you didn't pay for. They don't mind junkies trying to steal your cheese either. Yeah. So I think that's what it is, dog. We if people stop pumping up government cheese, white people will be a lot more calm about this shit, but you keep fucking up. Talk about welfare cheese and they hear you complaining about good, wholesome American cheese. Now what do you expect these white folks to believe? Hmm? These are people that have wine and cheese parties. Literally, that's not an appetizer plate. That's ah! the fucking uh, that's the on oh, party. Yes, that's the entree. I'm starting to think you niggas are ungrateful. That's what I'm starting to think, man. Y'all need to keep the government cheese shit on the low, man. Or at least if you uh, now that you're not getting government cheese anymore, we need to start publicizing that to these Republicans and get them to relax a little bit. Like, look, the cheese is not coming anymore. It's hard not to brag, though. It is hard, but you got to do something, man. Cause I mean, they passing legislation you know, on, on people. I'm a little old. I remember the first time I saw somebody with a food stamp book. Yeah. They had, it looked like fake, you know, Monopoly money. Had the, uh, other different colors. They had ones, fives, tens. Yeah. And I remember my, me and my friends would walk to the store and I'd be like, damn, y'all got free fake money. Yeah, I that's mean, the beauty of uh, welfare, uh, you know, food stamps is that it's like, monopoly money without the fun yep that's why they changed it to the card yeah it's like monopoly money but with people without the fun (laughs) it's like monopoly money but with people judging you and thinking that they better than you so yeah i was jealous me too you was jealous too karen of food stamps yeah, and and yeah. it's, it's it's not that man. It's, y'all sound like the fucking Republicans. Y'all sound exactly <laughs> no, 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 y'all no, making an argument for him. Not, I'm gonna sit back and chill. Go ahead, have fun. Mine is a different perspective. But go ahead, Karen. Mine might be different from Karen. Go ahead. <laughs> Mine is not jealous like that. It's just for the fact that um, I'm like, if I qualify for it, I do it too. But you also have to think, and that's when when I was younger. But now I go, I'm, my mind is like, if you qualify for it, you probably fucking broke. Pro- ain't no probably to it. There's you no, are broke. There's no good way to qualify for food stamps. Like, right. Like, is like nobody. Like I said, people on government assistance. It's called assistance because they need it, not because True. like it's not government bonus. Right. Like, no it's not government like you, extra. You don't go to work and get uh you know and get a fifty thousand dollars salary and then turn around and get some food stamps. Yeah, because when I was a kid, like unless you're unless there's people. Obviously, there's somebody who's gaming the system and do mm-hmm. not fucking write me. No, about, about those people. Yeah, I, I, I get tired of people trying to turn this into like, well, I know a person that did this. It's like mm. you know what? I know a guy. Fuck, I, everybody knows a guy. But I'm saying in general. Um, no, people on government assistance don't want to be there Mm-mm. and there's a stigma and a disdain that mm-hmm. comes with that that keeps people being like you know I, I want to do better I want more for myself and there's just a fundamental disconnect between Republicans or just anybody that believes that these entitlement programs and- are, are, are holding people f- are back from getting jobs and shit it's like 
No, man. It, this is not better than anything. A Mick job gives more money than a fucking, um, you know, a, a food stamps in a month. So let's not, you know, even quibble over that shit. And that, that's the problem is that people getting that free cheese and white people overvaluing how much money it is. Yes. And uh, a lot of times, you know, I know they get angry about the government cheese, but what they fail to realize the government cheese is going to a lot more white people than black people. But, you know, they never will see that, though. Because as far as they're concerned, the way they present it, they act like all oh, the black people is just stealing their cheese. Yeah, the cheese was nasty too, by the way. Yeah, it's not good. The cheese not nasty. Good. Like any cheese that it takes. Uh, I'm sorry, white people. Don't don't be mad. Don't write the show about this. But any cheese that takes 20 minutes to prepare is not and cheese. melt. Yeah. And what? That's it. And melt. And that's if it melts. Yeah, that's not cheese I want. Like anytime it's like I want to make a grilled cheese sandwich, let me prepare the cheese. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's not cheese I'm fucking with. Sorry. Like, that, like I really feel like uh, we are gonna have to start making a projects tour for people that uh, don't know that shit about the shit. projects. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to do some type of like bu- we just get a bus, go downtown, pick up a group of people that are uh, middle to upper class, take them to the projects. You know, guarantee their safety for once, uh, and let, just have them tour like a fucking project uh, apartment and be like. All right, man, I'm about to get up, make a bologna and grilled cheese sandwich. It's going to take 45 minutes. <laughs> yes. And, just, and then had him go, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, nobody wants to be on this. But, you know, our homeboy, D, um, that's from Ohio, he mm-hmm. kind of put it in perspective about, I think, you know, our misconception. That was the nice neighborhood where that um, bus driver. Oh, no, they straightened us out on the show. Somebody wrote us and told us the neighborhood where that bus driver did the uppercut is the nice neighborhood of. Um, <laughs> it's a nice neighborhood of Cleveland. Yeah, I was so like, that makes sense. So yeah. I think, <clears throat> I think people think some of these neighborhoods, these people with these cheese, like they still, they still think it's nice when it's not sweet. Yeah, it's not a game, dude. So anyway, government cheese is fucking it up for well, black people. But if you're in the Charlotte yeah. era, holla at your boy rhyme over a reason. Hit my DMs up if you, you know, you down for the fifty four hundred. Not, um, not us, not us. Yeah, we, 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 we're not on that list. Mm-mm. I can, I cannot deal with the stigma. Um, I want my cheese to melt. So, um, I was, I was watching some pornography the other day, okay. and uh, there happened to be an Asian female in the pornography, right? Mm, nice, right? Well, you know, a, lot of, a lot of people are, you know, into the Asians these days. It's what's trending. Um, <laughs> but you know, because I am racially aware and I believe in all these stereotypes and all this shit. Uh, you know, that part of my brain never shuts off. So while I was watching this girl have sex with this dude, part of me started thinking like, what, what was her GPA in school? And like, were her parents let down? Because, you know, I don't think, and I don't mean like she's stupid. That's not my point. I'm not saying she's dumb. I just know that traditionally the Mm -hmm. culture of, you know, Asian people is very like about success and like doing well in academics. Yes. And, you know, academic excellence. So I'm not even saying her GPA was like a, a 2.1 or 1.7. I'm saying it might have been a 3.9. And that made her a loser in her parents' eyes. And she ended up rebelling and fucking all these people, man. Like, mm-hmm. like she, she could actually be the smartest person in porn. And still be a dumb Asian person to her family. <laughs> True. And I wonder if that's what, like, I wonder how they, you know, with a culture that's so strong on family, if, like, they have a harder time than just normal porn stars when it comes to being judged, man. I, I would th- I would think so. 
because like you said, they push education so much and uh, females don't have as much value over there. Like they mm-hmm. really emphasize on males, you know, males carrying the legacy males, you know, the, the, the you know, uh, making more males so that their uh, name will last longer. You know, they have, you know, millions of females. They was like, fuck that. We don't want all the girl. So when it comes to girls, I think they still push the standards, but I think their standards are not as high. Hmm. No, I think she just, you know, she was kidnapped, taken too. No, this is uh, this didn't look like a kidnap victim. Like she was clearly having a good time, but it's just the the idea of like. I mean, anytime you know, you're getting a dick, though, you. I mean, I just feel, have a good time. I don't know. I've seen a lot of porn. Um, <laughs> so it just seems like uh, they were saying, um, like I would just picture her parents being like, "You Asian and you doing porn." You Asian. You made a B in your math, a B plus. You supposed to be better than this. Or does it work the opposite way? And is it that they take their Asian ethnic as excellence to the to, to, to porn and take it to the next level? You know what I'm saying? Because mm. Asian people are better than us in America. Now, look, I know they a lot of American people don't like stuff. hearing that shit, but yeah. it's the truth. I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about everything. They are better in every way. Just about. Ah! Motherfuckers are smarter than us. They work harder than us. They believe in all, the like, American dream. They start their own businesses. They are better. Like Asian people are at that point where they can look at white people and go, no. <laughs> like that's how good Asian people are right now. It's like, oh, don't bring those white people around here. They, they, they bring it down the neighborhood. Yeah, they drop the value. Yeah. Anytime you look at white people moving in your neighborhood and shake your head. That's when you know you're doing real good in America. I know it's so. And Asians are at that level, so I wonder if if, if them being in porn is like more of a slap in the face, man. <laughs> I pop possibility. We're gonna do this better than you. Yeah, we're gonna work because they work than harder you. than everything, so they're gonna fuck harder than you too. Master the art. Um, so we voted early the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a long ass line. We went to a yes, library. It was. Um, and let me tell you this, man. It was hot. Oh, yeah. Global warming is real. Vote for Obama. It is. So it was hot. We were standing outside in a long-ass hot line. A lot of minorities in line, by the way. I think that bodes well for Obama. Uh, didn't seem like it was only one brother that really seemed like he was voting for Romney. <laughs> and I could tell because he befriended the shit out of this old white man. Like, immediately. In front of us. He's like, move yes. out of my way, black people. White yeah. man over here. Yeah, but bow tie no, 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 he's just a regular looking black dude with a polo and uh polo ho. And then um whenever shoes with no socks on. Uh yeah, no, I I didn't see his shoes. I didn't I don't know what he was wearing, but I just know he, he cozied up to that white man and they started looking at the voter thing together. I was like, Oh, okay, it's cool. One of those Condoleezza Rice brothers. So Colin Powell did yeah. endorse No, Colin Powell <laughs> b- endorsed Barack. He's not a so, who he's knows? not that kind of guy. Times may be changing. Yeah, they changing all right. Um, let her cook. So he was sitting up there, like you know, um, talking to him, or whatever. But um, we're we're in this long ass line, like ninety percent black people, Hispanic people, all that shit. And um, I realized a few things in this line. Number one, voter fraud is absolute bullshit. Yes, it is. I'm not waiting in that line again, dog. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if you told me right now the difference between Obama winning North Carolina or not. Is me standing in that line twice? Nigga, he lost, dog. <laughs> That's it. It was very hot. We waited, what, an hour, hour and a half, somewhere in there? Yeah, hour? it took for fucking ever, and it's hot. You know, and I think it was just that branch. 
And because we went after work, like a lot of people said, like doing lunchtime, the early voting is like really, really light. Still because, crowded. Well, it might depend on what branch you go to, too. I don't know. I, I, all I know is that shit was fucking crowded. And it took forever. It took forever last time, too, though. The problem is they had, like, five machines in the fucking... Um, yeah, and like they said, some the of the area. other branches had, like, a lot more machines than we had, so they was able to make the line move quicker. So, all right, so we waiting in line, and I'm like, no way is voter fraud real. Nobody's doing this shit to help Obama win Come on. twice. Like, I'm not standing in line with these motherfuckers twice. Um, I had sweat dripping down into the crevices of my body and shit. Ah! Like, man, I got to take a shower for standing. Um, I started wondering. I remember as, as when I first saw the line, I was like, man, should I come back another day? And then when we got in the line, I started thinking to myself, would Mitt Romney for president be that bad? <laughs> yes. I could, I could go home. No. Watch the rest of Around the Horn Mm-mm. and not even worry about this bullshit. He probably won't win mm-hmm. North Carolina anyway. These are thoughts that go through your head when you in a long ass hot line, dog. You don't give a fuck about no presidency. I actually, by me standing in the line, I started thinking, hmm, I should come back with a cooler and bottled water and a chair and sell and all that shit. You can make some money. Shit. Like, and the other thing is too, like you know, like when you sitting in line, you go, do gay people need to get married? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. I, I, you know what? I know some women that I don't like. They don't need control of their vaginas. <laughs> that shit's overrated anyway, isn't it? So, yeah, man, I I don't know. I was sitting in line doing that shit. I'm glad you then, just thought that to yourself, sir. <laughs> of course I didn't say this shit out loud. I'm, but to, I'm not. I'm being honest with the people, man. It was hot as fuck. No, nah, it was hot. I was sweating this shit. Is, oh, this shit got way harder than I thought it would be. You know, it was like when I got to the entrance of the library, it was like a um a little bench there. And I remember sitting down thinking, fuck, this will be the last time I get to enjoy this moment for another hour. I might not make it. Yeah, dude, there was a, at the end of the last debate, the moderator said something like, in the words of my mother, like I said at the end of every debate, go out and vote. It makes you feel big and strong. It's like, no, it makes you feel (laughs) hot and tired. (laughs) It it makes you angry that places don't have more chairs like yeah. i really was thinking it like why yeah. aren't there more chairs here yes. and and i think the thing that frustrates me it depends on how the the site is Ah, oh, the people and i know this is people's jobs but the people get on my fucking nerves out there handing you the pamphlets i know that's their job yeah. I, I really do but sometimes the way they have them they actually are too close because like where we were at the lady was like right at the end where it was like you cannot campaign beyond this point and well, so i was actually happy she was there and i was really i i was so glad they were there and i'm glad democrats sent people out to work the polls because True. the security guard came out and was given while everybody was in line false and, information okay just all right Cam, go calm, down, sorry, Cam, go calm down calm down she was like skip to the point of the story just fuck <laughs> fuck the build up nobody wants to care about she relived this. the moment again and it was horrifying yeah. so um we were in line and this old white security guard comes out. Um, his hair is uh, a fucking mess, by the way. It's like one of those people where you just like, what is your real job? Like, are you like an exterminator and then you do security on the side? Because you look <laughs> like a dude that kills small animals for a living. Um, so he comes out. Like and you go hunting. Yeah, he comes out. And he addresses the audience, uh, the line. And he goes, look, if you're not registered. Everybody in this line needs to be registered. If you're not registered, you can't vote. 
and so i saw a couple people kind of making faces at each other like should i what you know because especially young voters you're unsure if it's your first time voting you're unsure what the rule is in your state a lot mm-hmm. of times you don't know you're not and even if you've been told you still feel a little unsure like maybe i got told the wrong information it's my first time voting um so thank god the democrat poll worker was there because she was like no that's wrong in North Carolina, you can register and vote at the same time. Early voting. Right? So it's like, okay, cool. Um, the, I, I, I even think the day of, Karen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like doing, doing early yeah. voting. I don't know if you can do it the day of, but I know you no, can do it. No, I'm early. telling you, I think even on the day of. You can. You can register and vote okay, right at there. At the same time. I know you can't do it in all states. I know. And also in the state of North Carolina, you can also register to vote when you get your driver's license. Yeah, you also don't need a driver's license. Nope. You don't, like, uh, believe you only need, like, a bill with your name on it, even a cell phone bill. Like, th- there's a lot of misinformation out there, but a mm-hmm. lot of it's not even misinformation. It's people don't know because no. they don't think about it. And the real, and this guy saying that, you know, older white man yelling at a line of people that you can't vote if you're not registered could have deterred some people. Mm-hmm. And thank God the Democratic poll worker was there to be like, that's wrong. And she made not know what the fuck he's talking about. She made sure she said it loud and clear. And he was like, well, that's what I, she was like. You are wrong, mister. And, and, yeah. so, and like, like, you know, who knows how many times he said that? Like, why? Right, why she didn't hear it? You know? Yeah. Why she didn't hear it? Because he goes, that's what they told me. Who the fuck is they? You are a poll worker. You work security, motherfucker. Secure the premises. That's all you're supposed to do. Nobody asked you to come out and organize the line. <laughs> they asked you to do security. Do you see anybody with a gun? Then shut the fuck up. And do your job, dog. It was so ridiculous. It, it felt like everybody was right um, that said that shit. It's so. just an old-fashioned uh, scare tactic that it does intimidate a lot of other people. Yeah, um, so I, I was not a fan of that dude. You, you know, that's the thing, people. Even if you don't know your rights, um, fuck it. Try to make it happen anyway. You know what I mean? Right. Just go in there and try to vote anyway and see what happens. The worst thing they can do is tell you no. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So that that was that. You know, that was one part of it, right? Um, the other thing I started thinking, like, we get through the line, and at the end, you have the people who actually work the polls, and they tell you, like, go to this guy in the line and mm-hmm. give them your information and all this stuff. And with the new scare that white people have been talking about with the black new Black Panther Party, uh, it made me realize I want to volunteer for the polls. I'm a volunteer for the polls, and I'm a dress in all black. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna start. Uh, Karen, you typing back there? I'm typing. You can hear that. I'm sorry. Yes. Karen yep. um, <laughs> slapping at the keys. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so yeah, we. Um, it made me realize that I want to dress in all black at the polls, and volunteer myself, and wear like shades and all this shit. Grow your beard out too. Yeah, I'm gonna grow my beard out. I'm gonna get me a black Kango hat. And uh, I'm going to get a name tag that just says, like, Shabazz Ali Muhammad Shabazz or something like that. And I'm just going to be a real mean-ass person that registers your votes. Yep. Just yelling for no reason. Yeah, I'm going to scare these white people and get in a white precinct. And I'm going to question all the white people extra hard. I'm not going to do anything illegal, but I'm just going to be like, what's your name? Address. How do I get there? <laughs> hurry up now hurry up you lying or don't I get now won't you as the poll worker i want i want them to be able i want them to call like the right wing radio in charlotte and say a black panther is working the polls 
They come and arrest you. That's my goal. It's for them to call people and then to be like, you know, they out here doing voter intimidation. And I'll be like, uh-uh, I ain't do nothing illegal. Just when you sign up, you have to go in groups. Yeah, that's it. Like, we'll sign up. We'll go. <laughs> that's all. I'm you, using all my vacation. Yeah, I'm taking two weeks off. I'm not. <laughs> I'm working the polls. I'm only taking the two minute breaks to piss and coming right back and scaring white folks. No, uh-uh. no I'll I eat my lunch right here. I eat right here. Yeah, yeah. I'm put that fried chicken and hot wings. Rod, you want to go get lunch? First of all, it's Ali Shabazz, Muhammad Shabazz. <laughs> Second, I'm not hungry, white man. Now bring in the next person to scare. <laughs> and then whenever it's a black person, I'll be real nice to him. Like, oh yeah, just go ahead, brother. You don't need to look my name up. I, I trust you. Are those Sperry's you're wearing into the voter registration area, sir? Yeah. No cell phones beyond this point. <laughs> now line up against the wall. I'm searching you. Where's security? <laughs> Why isn't your shirt tucked in, sir? This is a professional institution. Right. Uh, can I get your name, sir? Uh, yes, it's Michael uh, Smithheimer. Michael Smithheimer, huh? Is that a Jewish name? What? Uh, I just uh, came to vote, sir. I just okay. All right, where you live, Michael Smithheimer? If that is your name, spell that quickly. <laughs> <Right>. Backwards. <laughs> uh, I live on uh one seven three Oak Branch Lane. Uh, you don't sound like you're telling the truth. That's mighty convenient of you, isn't it, Mister Smithheimer? It's mighty white of you, Oak Branch Lane. <laughs> I'll show up there with like a pit bull and shit tied yeah, up to the front. I'm <laughs> scared. Would you, um, but you know what would scare homophobics is if you had a few cross-dressers. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point, working too. Working also. Yeah, we need to get some. have to go down to the gay club and be like, listen, you guys interested in volunteering? They mm, Working the polls, of course. <laughs> I do it for free already. But yeah, we that's what we need to do is just stock the polls with people that conservatives don't want to see in there in the first place. And we'll be yes. fine. And now, don't do anything illegal. No, don't do anything illegal and and just have them walk up there and have the dude be like, Hi, how are you doing? Your register vote isn't today fabulous. Right this way. <laughs> You're fabulous. Let's hold hands while we walk inside. Yes. I bet you're going to go in there and pull that lever over and over again. <laughs> Um, mm, you look right. like a good lever puller. <laughs> <laughs> I let you pull my lever. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing too, man, um, that that I was thinking about, um, also porn related. Let's get back to porn, people. Nice. Okay. Stay on topic. Um, now, <laughs> whenever I watch a porn video, I'm always kind of watching the clock, right? So okay. I want to know how much time I have left in this scene. You know what I mean? To 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 to, to prepare myself for the end. You never know what's going to happen and stuff. And I realized the other day, man, that coming for dudes, I don't know about women, but coming at the same time as the male porn star is a very risky proposition, my friend. (laughs) I don't recommend it, man. This move is only for the pros. I suggest that you know the scene. How do you time that shit? It can be done. I have my ways. (laughs) Just trust me, it can be done. But but I, I suggest that you know the scene backwards and forwards before you try this. Do not go in blind. You get burned, man. And every once in a while you get too cocky. No pun intended. You get too cocky and you just like, oh, I don't need to know how the scene ends. I got this one. And that happened to me the other day. I got too cocky. 
I just wasn't even, I said, I got this. I don't need any practice. I don't need to know how the scene goes. I'm fine. And I, I was getting close to the end of the scene and it was a good scene. And I was like, I'm, I got my timing right. And, but I didn't realize your timing has to be perfect. <clears throat> perfect. Or she end up busting to the end credits or a blank screen or even worse. What happened to me? It was the end and dude was busting and they were showing the girl's face. I was like, yes, we busting on her face together up top. It's like I'm there. It's like it's my dick. And I was like, I was like, give me a second. I need like two more seconds. He was a little faster than me. You know, I like to wait to see the whole result. I don't like to jump, jump ahead. You know, I got to outlast the dude on the screen so I could be like, see in your face, motherfucker. You can't hang. <laughs> and in her face. Right. And then in her face. <laughs> And so at the end, they bust and then they don't linger on her face for like that long. They linger for like one extra second. And then they cut to the dude's face <laughs> and he starts talking directly to the camera. And I've got my ah! dick in my hand and I can't, I can't stop. I was like, Oh no, it was too late in the situation. So I busted some dude talking to the camera. Oh, exactly. It's See, risky, man. That's why you need to watch ahead time. Nobody wants to come to a shout out. Nobody. So how did, you, ah! how did you feel after that? I just felt like I wasted a fucking nut. It was terrible. <laughs> it's like all that for this? Like, and, and to make it so bad, it was like they put the camera on him. And like, cause why is this in the porn, right? They put the camera on him and then he looks at the camera. He's like, that's how we do, man. Buttclub.com. Representing, <laughs> <laughs> baby. I'm like, nigga, why are you doing a shot? This is a fucking mixtape. <laughs> she could have did that. Nobody, re- right. Nobody remembers that's the shot. That's normally out. how it ends with her. Right. Is anybody remembering the shot? Even the women don't do that though. Like no, you, they like, just like you said, they linger on their face and then they right. go to the end. Like every once in a while, you <laughs> I always find it awkward when it does end on a woman, and then the cameraman wants her to shout out the website, like sperm all on her face. Is like, all right, now say bang, bros. Like, what? But the see, fuck? I kind of like I kind of ah. like that when they take their finger and get the rest of the cum and lick it. Yeah, yeah. But ah. I just yeah. But I mean, then when I imagine my wife doing it, it's like, oh, uh, right, no. <laughs> you kiss my kids. But um not yeah. that you kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, I'm just saying like even when it's the woman doing it, it never goes smooth. It's like using a Groupon. It never goes smooth. Mm-mm. Like it was like now say bang bros and then it's the woman is like I got sperm in my eyes. Say bang bros. Bang bros <laughs> And then they go away. It's like all right man, we got another yeah, one. Yeah, but in, and the funny part about it, maybe this is just me what I recognize about porn. You can tell the professionals and like the women that are not professionals for the money shot because the women that are professionals they don't flinch or anything. But yeah. some of the girls they jump, they flinch, they be like, oh. like the ones that are professionals, they step up to it like the women crossing the finish line in the Olympics. Yes, they approach. Like they get that face forward, just splash, just mm, get me. <laughs> The ones that are amateurs are like, not my hair, and then it's always gonna go in your hair. Of course, now you it put hit it in you my right mind. now, right. I like, I like, also shout out to the women that went, you do that on purpose when the sperm gets in their eye. Nobody can do that in person. It's impossible. <laughs> okay. I don't just aim so for your one, eye. And that's it's a it goes. one in a million chance of aiming your sperm exactly where it wants to go. Yes. <laughs> the, so the, the, the fact that they go, it's on purpose. No, you just wanted to be mad. That ain't his fault. You signed up for this. It's, you moved. Right. Stand still. <laughs> yes. Then. It's fucking hard. Um, but yeah, man, and the other thing that's terrible about porn is the friend, the, the cameraman that's friends with the porn star dude. 
I hate those. I hate those. <laughs> yes. When they making jokes and shit back. You're fucking her, Trevor. You're fucking her, dude. Yeah. Get up in I, it, my nigga. I don't want to hear that. I'm just like, if y'all don't stop, man. <laughs> That's the extra stop. hand. Right. Yeah, because when you grown, you can turn the volume up so you can actually hear what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> I can't right. say when you grow. Yeah. <laughs> at home, you got to keep that shit down low. <laughs> Nobody hear what you're doing. It's some of that talking to each other and shit. Like, you shit like, y'all up, be man. having real fucking conversations. Come on. Yeah. We're going to get on Xbox later, buddy. And give her the shocker. I'm like, shut up, man. Fuck her good, dude. Fuck her good. Yeah. I actually saw a scene with two black women having sex, and it was like a white cameraman and a white porn star dude that was having sex with them. Uh-oh. And the cameraman was like, get her, nigga. And I was like, mm, I don't expect these women to stop and say something, but it would have been nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm not saying, I'm not putting them to any higher expectations than anybody else. They are at a job, and the fuck do they care? They're porn stars. But it would have been nice if they would have stopped and be like, hey, man, hey, can you calm down with the N-word? Like, you're already fucking me in my ass. It's it's pretty, it's getting pretty disrespectful. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I signed up for a lot of things. I did not sign up to for this. For y'all to be throwing mm-hmm. around a nigga. I never understand the dudes that lube, lube the women up by spitting on it. Mm. Yes, I think that's so nasty. Maybe that's just me personally. Just just grab some KY woman jelly. You I, know can what tell, I, I can tell that's upsetting to you, Karen. <laughs> would, uh-huh. you, would you like to go ahead and express a little more about that? Uh-huh. Hey, you know what I've been seeing lately is people using um, actual... Um, kitchen oil like olive oil <laughs> did you say like e e e some extra virgin olive oil yeah i've been yeah i've been seeing people use oh they like, put out the spam too because they're too lazy spam i mean no, not spam no. but pam <laughs> no they don't I spray mean, with pam doing oil. they don't spray with pam but i've seen literally like bottles of oil used as lube and it's not lube i didn't know you could do that is all i'm saying i'd be scared that shit to catch on fire come on it's made to bake and cook and fry and shit come on yeah i saw it though i was like i guess you, that's another use for crisco there <laughs> no that's came nasty yeah. Oh, uh, people, people, people. Go to adamandeve.com and get you some KY warming jelly, the warming stuff. Cause I don't know about y'all dudes, but that cold shit is a turnoff. Get the warming shit so it's warm for everybody. And going back to the early voting for a while, cause we're a diverse show here. Um, <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this. The only problem with voting too early, what if Romney does something to change my mind in the next two weeks and I realize I voted to pick the wrong guy? He ain't changing my mind. I don't give a fuck what he does. Like, or what if Obama does something real fucked up? Like, he gets caught on camera being like, you know, to me, black people are all niggers anyway, right? Am I right, guys? <laughs> That's and all then, right. Like, they just catch him behind the scenes or some shit. I'm like, what? Oh, it's too late. I can't take my vote back. I early voted. Nope. It's already in. Like, I wonder if that's ever happened. If somebody voted early... And then something happened in the last two weeks that was like, fuck, that's the opposite of what I believed, you know? Yeah, I, I really ah. wish they had a none of the above option, like on the movie Brewster's Millions. Not me, man. I don't be- I'm a pragmatist, so I don't believe in throwing my vote away to make a point. I'm not that type of, like, emotional. Like, I know I have a friend that's like, yeah, I'm going to go vote, but I'm going to vote for the Libertarian. I was like, okay, mm. why don't you write in Papa, <laughs> write, write in Papa Smurf? Go ahead, and write, go ahead and write your personal name in and vote for yourself. <laughs> Oh, ironically, Listen. I wrote her in as my water commissioner. You know, so, you know. What, I just need to tell her that. What's crazy? Oh, that's gonna be hilarious when they get that vote. It was like one vote. Um, okay. But they um, used to be invited to the debates. 
the libertarian well you have to get there's like all these qualifications you get you in have to meet. and uh, obviously the democrats and republicans set them up so that nobody <laughs> will get in right but they that's what i'm saying they used to be like hey we'll let you come join our debates we you you'll yeah. take some of the pressure off of me but now and if you're in charlotte north carolina vote for yvonne evans district judge yeah make sure y'all nice. do that man all right so um last random thought uh, i was surprised we got through all of them today with this late start but um your ultimate the consummate professional sir i'm deleting my linkedin account today i'm done dog i, I never think- i never had one there's a linkedin account you you never had a linkedin account no Justin? i don't know what nope. the fuck it is well it's like a professional social networking site right i'm not professional sir well, it's like uh, for people's job, you use the LinkedIn account and um, you, you, you update people on your careers and shit. Mm-mm. And it's real condescending. It's just a good it's a place for people with good jobs to make you feel bad about yours. Why has my parole officer never referred me to this? That's it's like motherfucker. It's like uh, it'll update you like Brent got another big ass raise. You fucking loser piece of shit. How about that? You go be something with your life too. That's the emails you get from LinkedIn. It's like you ain't shit again. I'm go check on your friends who are shit and advancing in their careers and doing things and being happy. You know what? There are so many fucking social media networks that I don't mean no harm unless it's something that everybody's on. I don't. I I I can't be with fifteen hundred different logins. Yeah, Mm. I have too many white friends for this shit to be good. Like, it would work if I had, like, some down-on-it-luck black friends and people that didn't have a job. <laughs> like, a different caliber of white friend where I could kind of be like, oh, cool, Cooper still ain't got a job. Yeah, but they'd be like, Tyrone been on uh, well on, on welfare for 58 weeks. <laughs> yeah, I've been, yeah, it's like, update, Tyrone is still unemployed. It's like, yeah, I'm doing it better than him. <laughs> but this shit is terrible. All my white friends make money and shit. It's like, hey, man, I just moved over to a different engineer consulting firm making more money. Than yeah, I, I ever was before. Right. So, um, and people always say shit like, uh, you know, it's, it's actually, it's really good for networking. I just saw someone say that in the chat. No, it's not. Mm-mm. That's the problem. That shit ain't got nobody, no job. I have never met anybody in my life who came in, but like, you know what? I wouldn't have got this job and went for that LinkedIn. What? Right. I've never met any nigga that's got a job off of LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Ever. Ever in the history of evidence, I've never even got the update that said so-and-so got a, a job because I knew somebody on LinkedIn. It's bullshit. It's a lie. It makes you feel that way, but it's bullshit. So I decided I'm going to delete my LinkedIn page, but now that we've been talking about it, now that I think about it, you know what? I think I'm not. Well, let me ask you, do they at least have like good advertisements? I don't know. On their page? Like, they have to be advertising something. Who fucking goes that? They have to be selling something. I know. Yeah, you know who advertises that? Probably Career Builder. Monster. Shit like that. Monster. Like, I guarantee it's not like Coke is advertising that. Mm -hmm. There's no coupons, buy one, get one free. Right. Mm -hmm. None of that shit. So here's, here's what I'm thinking, though, right? I've been thinking about this shit. Everybody used to have a MySpace page, right? Yeah. MySpace is done. It's not cool no more. It's whack. No. Well, Nobody wants people to do music. Right. That's it. Now on LinkedIn, everything is very professional. People are posting up pictures of them in work clothes and interview clothes and talking about their jobs and their history. I think I'm going to go change my account information and put up some MySpace shit. I'm going to start putting up my favorite songs. I'm gonna start. Ah! I'm, gonna, I'm gonna change my status and change my name to have one of those Facebook middle names, where it's like Rodimus 
Niggas be hating all the time. Why don't you step the motherfucking game up, nigga? Prime. Prime. <laughs> right? And I'm going to get like, I'm going to take pictures of me in shades and shit and that picture of me in blackface. Put that shit up there. <laughs> But, I don't think you plan on getting no work from LinkedIn. Some, I'm not getting any work. Any, how can it hurt? He them? might get some work though. Like how can it hurt? Now they know they're the like, real me. Like, Ooh, look at the black clown. Let's hire him. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna put on my in my profile. Holler at a trill nigga. What's up? If you want to work, if you want a job, you might have some rap people hit at you. Ain't no rap people on LinkedIn, Karen. That's my oh, thing. Oh my bad. I'm gonna be the first. I think I can at least be different. Ah. So at the interview, you can never say that I lied to you. <laughs> I ain't that the truth. I'm gonna show up in jogging pants and a chain. Like you saw my fucking MySpace ah! LinkedIn profile. <laughs> why? Why are you? Why, why are we you surprised? Yeah. Why are we frowning? I told you on my resume, trail that, nigga. What's up? That I was the realest nigga on, on the West Coast, the <laughs> yeah. East Coast, baby. Yeah. Ride him is trillest nigga alive on all three coasts, including Canada. Yes. That's gonna I, be my name. I told you I had a mixtape, Sweetwater Tavola. Yay, yay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be hitting people up when they get new status. Like, hey man, I just got a raise in my job. I'm gonna be like, oh, that's what's up, my nigga. Keep it trill. <laughs> <laughs> From Rodimus Prime. You at least got to have one picture holding up like your West Side sign. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. I heard people been getting hacked over there anyway, so fuck it. I might as well change my shit up. Every time I get a LinkedIn email, I just remember oh, I should have deleted my account. So I'm changing it, man. Well, I will not stop one day. I'm good. All right, man. We got articles to talk about. Um, and uh, we got some guests to race to play. Yay. Um, now, we had this one article that keeps replaying and making noise. Let's do that one. Cause so I want to do this first. This yeah. is the first guest to race. I hope the people in the chat room are ready to play. That one is determined. That shit is like, you know what? Mm-mm. It's been three whole minutes. I'm going to play. All right. So, Justin, you know you're one of the returning champions of guests to race. No, I haven't played in a while. A yeah, rusty. you might be rusty, man. So here we go, man. I hope you're ready to. Hope you got your racism cap on. Always. All right. Let's get some volume on this shit. It's a white man. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've never expected that I would receive oh. that type of treatment because I complained about a meal that my life would be put in danger. A single bullet hole shows how a fight over a bill turned violent. It started when Marshall Phillips and Destin McMahon argued with the manager and owner at this high-end Winter Park restaurant. They, you know, began harassing us and just, like, cussing at us and telling us to, like, leave their restaurant. And when we got in the car to leave, they began, like, beating the car, and then they shot out of the car. They say the owner and workers at Wasabi Japanese Steakhouse and Sushi Bar chased them into the parking lot, refused to let them leave, beat dents into the car, and finally fired twice at their own customers. Winter Park Police arrested the owner, Kwok Tran, oh, and another employee, Hoy Tran. Workers nearby saw cops swarm Sunday night and still can't believe what happened. Yeah, it's pretty uh, excessive. I mean, you should have just called the cops. My uncle, the owner of that restaurant, was just protecting his property and making sure nobody was just coming in, getting free sushi, complaining about it, walking out. Do you think that it's right for somebody to open fire over a few bucks, or do you just say, hey... Hey, baby, this says low in the chat. When your adrenaline's running and you have one of those it's on almost you, over now. you know, and your your life has just been tested. <laughs> he said your life was your tested. life has been tested. Die for a dollar, nigga. Life ain't sweet. So, Justin, now I know what you're thinking. Of course, it's gonna be easy to guess the race of the guy who shot at them, Quack Trunk Chan. Of course, yeah, sticky rice. <laughs> That's too easy. Too easy. 
So guess the race of the customers who tried to dine and dash at this <laughs> Japanese super sushi restaurant. Uh, guess the race of Marshall. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with um, white tea, but mm. yeah, just, I'll just leave it at whitey for now. White tea, white tea. All right, let's check the chat room. Get some guess the race. Um, anybody uh, ready to guess? Let's see. That dollar make me holla, honey boo boo white, says Black Dynamite. <laughs> Gouda Mafia, says Nicky Dude. <laughs> Casper, says Leonard Brothers. Uh, oh, Air Brothers Media, my dude. Yeah. Uh, my guess is a frat boy wearing six popped collar polos white. <laughs> Flies into a murderous rage over the thought of cheeseless pizza. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> An upper class, we were just ca- kidding white. Says K Diggy. Correct answer is white. It was a white man that stole that shit. Uh, always stealing some shit from us, huh? White man. Always. Uh, I want to talk about this guy for a second, man. Uh, my man, uh, Ashy2Classy.net mm-hmm. uh, wrote a nice little write up about the show. Uh, he has a blog post uh, and it's called uh, Radio Mundane? Question mark. Not these podcasts. And I believe it's by my man, uh, Dig Game, Daryl Frierson. Um, and, uh, he, yeah, he wrote up a nice little thing about the Blackout Tips, man. He suggested Thank us as a podcast. What'd he say? Along with, uh, let me just name the other ones Girl on Guy, mm-hmm. The Evening Jones, Haterazzi, Combat Jack, The Mac Lessons, Mr. Moody's Neighborhood, This Week in Blackness, Straight Out of Low Cash. Cool. Yeah, uh, and they, he is a member of the Straight Out of Low Cash podcast, which I, I've listened to a few times. Uh, very funny. funny dudes. Yes, man. they are. Um, they're on West Coast. I think they're on the West, West Coast. Coast. Yeah, so I don't know yeah. how we're going to get them on. Eventually, we're going to get them on, but yeah, because of the time difference. But we're going to get them guys on soon. So uh, he wrote about us. The Black Guy Who Tips uh, is a show that comes out three times a week that is hosted by Rod and his wife, Karen. You may think that this podcast is a romance comedy that has a couple discussing relationship I- issues. Mm-hmm. There, This is nothing farther from the truth. Rod and Karen discuss different topics and news stories with intellectual ratchet flair. The Blackout is a refreshing show that makes you think and laugh. And because, as they say, nothing is off limits if it's funny. And he gives download links and stuff. Now, he's close. It's nothing's wrong if it's funny. But the point being, what a kind Nice suggestion. Thank you, sweetie. Yes. Thank you very much, my man, Dig Game, um, Daryl Frierson from the Straight Out Low Cash Podcast. We appreciate you hooking us up, man. Um, and yeah, that, that's very nice of you, bro. And it's very different than the other person that kind of dissed our show and then said, I like it. <laughs> like, it's nice to get a completely nice review and not even have to be like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> like, that was nice of him, man. Yes, so thank you. Thank you, sweetie. Um, I thought this is some pretty good newsworthy stuff. Did y'all know that we are even ever closer, moving ever closer to the possibility of Black James Bond? Woohoo! What? A yeah. chocolate James impossible. Bond. Hey, the year the nigga. I'm trying to tell you, it, Idris Elba. Idris Elba was in Ooh. talks. Wait, this nigga though. You, oh. you don't like Idris Elba? I do. <laughs> no man, not a fan. Nope. Not what? since not since his role in the wire. Yeah, Bo's not a, a fan. A lot of people hate him because of the wire. Bo's not a fan of the Stringer Bell character either, and Idris Elba as a person. After that, 
Yeah, like I figured he, that's because he did the best job acting possible. I mean, that's I associate people with the actor names. Him, Eddie Winslow, like it's like that's how I associate people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Theo, like I don't know these niggas' real names. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, I just thought it was cool, and I wanted to bring it up that, uh, yeah, Black James Bond is a possibility. He was. Um, you know, he was definitely uh, up for the part, and uh, it was discussed with the director of the show. And um, Looking forward to that one. Yeah, so I said, cool, this is a nice article. Let me check the comments. Uh-oh. This is going to be interesting. Dun, dun, dun. Lou says, I think that Elba is leading man material. <laughs> but not for 007. His skin color, spelled C-O-L-O-U-R, would make him a very conspicuous British secret agent indeed. I saw a black man talking with the Mojai hidden chief of Hindu Kush region. Fuck, it's probably James Bond. Daft idea. I have no idea what that just what you just said, sir. Basically saying that uh because it's like someone would see a black man talking to whoever, they would go, Oh, that's obviously James Bond because only a white man could be non-conspicuous in a in a, in the Hindu Kush region, uh, talking to the chief. Yeah. If he was white, it'd be absolutely fine. Nobody would suspect anything. And because since we got a light skin leading role, we could make that happen. Well, here's the thing, though, Justin. Let's talk about Amer- uh, the world. Let's talk about the world. Most of the people in the world, uh, it's true. This is a uh, yes or no question. I let. Oh no, no, it's just white or black. A white or black question. Most of the people in the world, Justin, are either A, white, B, other than white. Uh, yeah, brown. Uh, I'll, I'll just, uh, Justin, uh, what, what do you select? Other than B. white? Yep. Karen, what about you? Oh, most people is brown. Got some brown tint, a tone to their skin. Right. Even some that, white people got brown tone. Okay, that wasn't a question. Uh, so Karen's out. Karen's out. She doesn't <laughs> my, like my vote don't count. Like she don't my like bad. I like forfeited my vote. Karen, you've been angry today. Yeah, she don't like to play the game. Somebody guys. piss you off at work. Well, let's not concentrate on her. Let's talk no. about the people that played the my game vote the don't right count, way. Justin. Let's talk about the people that played the game the right way. You, that Karen just did voter fraud. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to vote twice. My bad. The correct answer is Justin with. Something other than white. <laughs> what the fuck is this dude talking about? Oh, it'll be conspicuous. Actually, black is never really conspicuous unless it's in an all-white setting. Anywhere else on the planet ever, it's actually the least conspicuous you can be is a brother. That says a lot about you, Lou, and your racism. A black person, conspic- suspicion is up. James Sapp says, well, even if it's a rumor, it seems N. Harris just said that because she's black, too. So even if this actually happened and she saw it with her own eyes, she only bringing it up because she black, y'all. Feels like there's always this willing of being a part of the big game for those for some community rights fights of old ages. And it's not fair and nice for Craig, who's still in the game for our greatest pleasure. So no offense, but James Bond must stay Caucasian for he represents the finest part of white Western society. Wow, word. The one that is extremely elegant, that entertains close links with government, etc. Are Harry Potter and Captain America black? No. Is Big Mama white? No either. <laughs> so you just compared Harry Potter and Captain America to the role of Big Mama. Being able to hide it's behind the computer the screen, same. man. And, 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 and the funny part is like, for... 
for a lot of people, skin tone matters. Like, to me, it doesn't matter. If he plays the hell out of the role, that's all that matters to me. If it's a great action movie, which I know it probably going to be, I'm good with that. But for a lot of people, they're like, fuck that. If he white, he got to stay white. Says who? You? Uh, so, he says no either. Why? Because they are our kind of- there are, by the way, imagine all the theirs not used correctly. Imagine, uh, I'm cleaning this up as I'm reading it. I'm doing them the favor. Because there are iconic characters. Well, James too. Adam Scott says, a black bond would bring down U.S. box office returns. Just saying. At least bring in a strong black and tag for the next installment. Someone who will kick JB's ass like Bane did Batman. Word, so you don't think that the James Bond franchise is big enough to have a black leading role? It's too big to have a black leading role is what they're saying, Karen. Uh, Orville says, shadow and act actors just love Idris Elba. Even though he is never going to be a big star in Hollywood, Idris is not leading man material. As other posters have pointed out, Idris is a solid actor, but he is not that attractive. And it's 40 years old. Time for Hollywood to focus the attention on younger, more handsome black male actors like Anthony Mackin. Word. So, um, I, every time I turn around, I got hit by fucking Angelie Jolie, her old ass, and some other old ass actors who are, who, who are very old and white, but they just the best thing since ever. They forever. Suck they suck dick, Karen. What? They suck dick. Anthony Mackie doesn't. Um, it's all about sucking dick in Hollywood. I'm just saying. Okay. Ah, no, I'm just saying they well, talk we, about age, and yeah, I'm we're like, trying to, here's what matters. Daniel Craig is 44 years old. Yes, that's what matters in this situation. Uh, no. I don't know if he sucks penis or not. I'm I'll sure leave that to Justin. Justin. I'm sure he does. Justin seems to have the inside scoop on sucking penis <laughs> around here. Uh, I don't know anything about that. All right, um, um, I get hit a lot. I'm just saying. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I just over 40. Daniel Craig's 44. So now, the biggest problem, like like Karen said, is a lot of people just. I, they can hide behind this computer screen and, you know, they won't let their true racisms come out if it's a large group or whatever. They'll hide or they'll keep those opinions to themselves. Um, but the thing about it is I'd like to see a, a black man, Blue James Bond, and I guarantee you they would go see it just so they can say how negative it is. But it'll make his box office numbers go up still. Mm-hmm. I think any James Bond because one thing about the James Bond not that there hasn't been any bad James Bonds but I think especially with a reboot that, they, that they've done with the, with the 007 all of them have been great to me I've really really enjoyed them and so I think that the reboot if the acting's right and the directing's right everything's good and he's already British which is amazing a lot of black women don't know that I didn't even know that I've always known him for the wire so when I seen him in like real interviews he started talking I was like Wait, this the divorce don't match up. So I I I think that he's good, and I also I think too that for a lot of people, like Justin says, they get behind these screens, and oh my God, they lose their minds when it comes to race and racism and all that stuff. When at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I like the uh, idea of the white person that's doing black people a favor. He says America wouldn't accept a black James Bond. Think about it. That that's his reasoning, by the way. What? Think about it, Karen. Just think about it. <laughs> Besides, shouldn't we be pushing for original projects starring black actors instead of wanting them to play established white characters? There's some hypocrisy going on here. 
I'd rather see a Luther movie series than a Bond, more Bond films any day. A so Luther. you're welcome, black people. You don't have to. This nigga said a Luther. Yeah, well, Luther is a TV series that just Elba stars in uh, on BBC. That's like pretty oh. big. Uh, it's on um, Netflix, by the way. But Check it's it big over there. It's not big over here, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, James Bond too did have to change up his game a little bit. Because um, Mission Impossible was getting ready to take over the franchise of like those type movies, where they can just keep switching in and out um, characters. Yeah, I don't know, man. Because um, Mission Impossible came with all the best um, effects and everything, and they had all good actors in their movies. Yeah, um, Darnell says, <laughs> Darnell, please no black 007. That's as ridiculous as Vanilla Ice playing Shaft. Come on, folks. Enough of us trying to one-up the white man. Besides, Idris can be the sat- captain of a space vessel on his way to a galaxy two years away from the moon in the film Prometheus. And he could be the doorman in Thor. But white folks will never pay money to see him play their James Bond. Curses, blasphemous, forget about it. I don't know. Maybe my mind thinks too big uh, when it comes to like acting and things like that. I think that uh, it anybody, regardless of color of skin, race, creed, background, or religion, should be able to play any role if they are good and they can act their asses off. But I'm just that open-minded. I, I mean, know a lot of be, people are not. It'd be nice for his career. I mean, it'd be wonderful for his career. It'd be nice. I just think it's funny, man. I'd rather really see it go to Will Smith. I just think it's funny, and I don't think. Uh, yeah, but I don't people- think it really matters what his race would be um, for the movie to be good because James Bond movies are already fucking ridiculous, and they don't make any fucking sense. They don't have to, and they're never trying to be realistic. So the idea of like, but th- then it'll lose all sense of realism. It's like actually, mm, it's no. already yeah. You're going we, eighty miles an hour with shooting guns out of the side of a vehicle that driving crashes. A- tank by yourself yes one man by himself yes that crashes into a mountain and you're able to get out unscathed come on speaking of 80 miles per hour you see that new highway in texas no 85 miles per hour the speed limit okay they flying out there nice justin bringing something to the show Appreciate that, bro. Speed and guns. <laughs> Justin just throwing out random facts in well, the middle you, of the articles. Like, hey, you know what? Speaking of which. Well, Karen brought up the 80 miles per hour uh, speed thing. He just made me think about it. But you know, that's part of having me on the show. Like, yeah, I'm not going to say. Yeah, I know. You don't give a fuck. Oh, we ain't mad at you. The format. That's why, we bring, that's why we bring you on. I'm like, let me just see if I get to this next segue. Oh, no, fuck that. We're talking about some Texas and highway. Um, speaking of the Texas and the highway in Texas. Uh, this lady wrote, um, they, they wrote an article in the Daily Mail about how apparently women that dress up in cosplay at Comic Con, uh, are getting sexually harassed, y'all. Stop the presses. What's a cosplay? Uh, it's when women dress up like the characters from comic books. You know how. Okay, in those outfits? Yeah, you know how so many other characters. Like a lot of women gonna do for Halloween, dome outfits? Yep. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you know how the characters in the comic books for women are typically pretty reserved and uh, clothed pretty well and uh, not written to be sexy at all and stuff, so that people will you know respect them for yeah, the brains. They're not drawn with big titties and little waists and wide asses. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, apparently, a 23 year old woman is revealing that sexual harassment she endured at Comic Con when she dressed in a racy costume for gathering of comic book, fantasy, and science fiction fans. She's revealing it. Mandy Caruso, a fashion designer dressed as a superheroine, Black Cat, 
and she looks just like her y'all like very sexy she has the white hair wig or whatever and uh titties popping out everywhere obviously um uh, she dressed as a black cat and wore a skin tight leather outfit that had a fair amount of cleavage and there is a fair amount here people mm-hmm. I'd even say it's unfair <laughs> it's the Lance Armstrong of cleavage um, it's common for young women to dress in revealing deliberately skippy costumes for comic conventions it's also common Miss Caruso revealed in a post on her blog for them to be sexually harassed by overzealous fans she described several encounters at last weekend's New York Comic Con with men who posed for pictures Prepare yourself, people. This is a this is a sexual harassment warning. Ogling her breast. Oh my god, <laughs> son I'm, of a bitch. I, I mean, so they didn't touch her. They just gazed at her titties, and she got popping out. Okay. While they took pictures with her, they looked at her titties. Karen, ooh, this is terrible. This is the problem with Comic Con. We got to stop this. Uh, this is worse than the porn industry. Yeah, this is worse than porn. Um, she also recounted being surrounded by a camera crew who claimed to be filming a feature on fans, but inst- on fans, but instead seemed more interested in talking about her cup size. Well, that's an <laughs> important part of thorough investigating. How dare they assume? How dare they? Because she was in a hooker's uniform. No. On her Tumblr blog, <laughs> The Grindhouse. She recounted how she angrily stormed out of the interview rather than answering sexually charged questions about her body. The New Yorker's writing struck a chord with female cosplayers, women who dress up for comic conventions, uh, fans, and has spread across social media. It's because many people are at these cons expect women cosplaying as vixens or even just wearing particularly flattering costumes to be open slash welcoming to crude male commentary. Like our presence comes with subtitles that say, I represent your fantasy, thus you may treat me like a fantasy and not a human in a costume, she wrote. Yeah, because you get a room full of like horny nerds that don't interact with women on at all. Yeah. And uh, you just throw them in there and throw some titties in their face. And why can't they just figure out how to act around these I women? Mean, well, that no would idea. confuse me, too. Like, we're in a role play situation. I'm in my role play outfit. She's in her role play outfit. Why can't we role play? She says, but that does not mean we have to put up with shit that crosses the line. It does not mean that we owe them a fantasy. It does not mean we dress up to have guys drooling over us and letting us letting us know we turned them on. Mm, technically, you do. This sounds yes. like like I want to be on her side, but this shit sounds like the biggest fucking tease of all time. Yes, I walk around in tight ass outfit, my, my titties popping out, but I don't want you to look at my titties. I don't want you to say nothing to me. I don't want you to appreciate my body, but yet I come out here half I naked. I bet she's been to car shows with the same outfit. I just do y'all believe that motherfuckers are like looking at. A black cat in the cost in a costume in a, a, a comic book and going, I respect her mind. Nope. Is that what y'all think these nerds are doing when they read these comic books? They don't respect mm-hmm. these characters. And, and so dressing up as the character, that is what they think about the character. They're not going, I'm such a big fan of Black Cat because she brings so much to Spider Man. They want to see her titties. That's it. Yeah. I thought the article was going to be about people actually grabbing her ass and groping her. Me too. Yes. And, and my thing is that. Why are you surprised? Like I don't understand her shockness of this. Well, like, she said she was not surprised when some men began asking to pose for pictures when she, uh, when with her when she showed up in her revealing costume. I mean, people do that at Bike Week. That's true. 
um and like half the costumes don't even make fucking sense like no there's one costume of a woman in a stormtrooper helmet and then fucking like boy shorts and her and like a cleavage wearing leather tights like okay well pardon me for looking at your ass ma'am but you put it out there like to be looked at i'm an asshole now yeah. Like what kind yeah, of bullshit and, is and that? And, and they do it for attention, and but don't get mad when you get the attention. Well, it's, it's got to be the right type of attention. You have to say that looks just like the costume. Yeah, and my thing is, is like, is that it's one thing to look, but when you put your hands, you're taking it to a whole nother level. But I mean, if she but she's not saying they touched her. She said several of them made a whoa look at those knocker face knockers faces as they stood with her. Yeah, because you got They made a face about out. the fact that she had her titties out so far. And, you know, like, won't you not show them your titties so then they won't comment on them? However, and- later she was approached by a camera crew led by an overweight middle-aged man. I like how they had to throw that in. He was fat. Who said he was making a video uh, about fans at Comic-Con. Uh, <laughs> by his questions, though... He didn't seem interested in the Marvel comic book superheroine she was heroine she was preparing. Uh, well, let me ask you an important question. Then he said, "What is your cup size?" The man asked. Miss Caruso responded, "That's actually none of your fucking business." Well, I mean, if maybe he wanted it for accuracy, because in the comic book it actually discusses her cup size, so he just wanted accuracy. She she sounds <laughs> like she never has read a comic book. Black Cat is this flirtatious ass like sex vixen in the comic books that's always trying to fuck Peter Parker. He just shows up and is like, I'm gonna fuck you. He's like, I got a girlfriend. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna fuck you right now, boy. He, I gotta save the planet. <laughs> I gotta save the planet. This is crazy. It's like she's every nerd's fucking fantasy of I'm a piece of shit loser and this girl is hot and she just wants to fuck me anyway. I hope they ban her and never allow her to come back to Comic-Con. When the interviewer asked Miss Caruso to uh, refuse uh, to name refused to stop talking he refused to stop talking about her breast she simply turned and walked away the camera crew and the men watching the interview she said were all dumbfounded it sounds like she's the only one that didn't get it like yes there's no other women that quoting in this article it's like yes i went to comic-con everybody was looking at my titties because i had my titties out. i was like oh i guess we need to write an article about this yes the mother was like sure take a picture with me did she not see revenge of the nerds from, from, she don't sound like she that bright. From the looks on people's faces, they were just completely not expecting me to do what I just did, which was really nothing more than speaking up for myself. It it wasn't something one should feel brave for doing, but crazy for not doing when necessary. Miss Caruso said more women at comic con conventions, at comic conventions, should follow her example and angrily refuse and speak up when men make sexually charged comments. Don't keep quiet because you're scared of what they might say or think. Because if you say nothing, they will continue to do think what they do. See what they're doing is okay. She wrote. Yeah, I I think Keith and the girl would call this lady a bitch cut. To be quite honest with you, <laughs> like, why the fuck are you wearing that shit in the sexiest of all the costumes and characters, and then being like, why what are you, you looking for? Why y'all looking at my titties though? Like I hate those type of people that are like. I'm putting my, t- you know, it's like the people on Twitter. I got my titties in my avatar, and then somebody's like, "Oh, those are some nice titties." What? I'm a person. Respect me, you horny son of a bitch. God, you suck. It's like, oh, what the fuck just happened here? Yeah, I know. Showing a picture of your camera. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to appreciate your beauty, and you get angry with me. <laughs> right. I'm just sucking your balls. You know, that's not causing you to put your dick in my mouth. I am a woman <laughs> that needs to be respected. Just calm down, Jesus Christ. 
Yes. All right. Stop reading. It's fucking up your brain. Um, I, I, people were talking about this shit, and um, I saw it on Twitter. I didn't say anything about it because sometimes when you see something that's so open and shut, one sided, you just have to go. Not yet. Right? Oh, something happened. There was a black lady who said she was set on fire by the KKK. KKK was scratched into a car, and um, everybody was like, she said three men in hoods showed up, set her on fire, and put KKK in a car, and they were from the KKK. Wow. And people were all on Twitter just running with this story. See, this the problem. Racism is still alive. People sending it to the Blackout Tips Facebook page, Blackout Tips at Gmail. I didn't say one fucking word about it yeah you have to see you have to let some of this stuff play out i can tell sometimes when it's just like this is a story that you don't run with nope police have announced that they believe sharmika moffitt fabricated a story about being attacked and burned sunday night at civiton park in winsboro by three men who wore who wrote kkk on the hood of her car wow uh, she know how the kkk has to take credit just can't help themselves franklin Parish sheriff kevin cobb Said that uh, he needs to throw more touchdowns to Larry Fitzgerald. But um, Kevin Cobb said ah! during a press conference at the Franklin Parish Courthouse this afternoon that all forensic evidence pointed towards Moffitt concocting the story and setting herself on fire. Wow. <laughs> Doesn't it remind you of the person that was like, uh, I think it was 2008, where a lady said that someone threw acid in her face. And there's another case where someone, <laughs> this lady said that. A black person beat her up and did something, and then and she wrote and wrote it backwards. Yeah, because she wrote uh, initials like for Barack Obama or something in the mirror. Obama. So she, so she wrote it backwards. It looked right in the mirror, but obviously in real life, when you looked at her face, it was backwards. Mm-hmm. So it's just like crazy shit like that. You're like, you're, you're fucking crazy, aren't you? Um, Cobb says basically we had to follow the facts. This was a disturbing case for all involved. All indications show that this was a self-inflicted situation. Moffitt, 20 years old, told police she was walking on a park trail when she was attacked and set afire by three men wearing t- white t-shirt hoodies. She remained at LSU's Health Sciences Center in Shreveport in critical condition. So she not only did she do that, she put herself in critical condition. Wow. Police now believe it was Moffitt who wrote KKK and nigger. On the hood of the Buick LaCrosse with toothpaste <laughs> and then set fire to herself. She told police she couldn't identify the race of those she claimed attacked her. She called 911 from the park. So she was terrible, I guess. So did she call 911 before or after she set herself on fire? Because I can't imagine being able to call 911 while I'm right, on fire. Right. Unless it's on speakerphone. Even Not then, like to dial the numbers. Like I don't, no, I'll just say you put it on speakerphone and you light yourself on fire, and then when they answer, you go, "Is hey nine one one? Can I? Well, let's do it right now, Justin. You be the nine one one operator, right? Ring, ring. Hello, nine one one. Please hold. <laughs> okay, sir. How can I help you? Oh yeah. Um. I'm, this, ah! Well, this be. Well, this be fire. <laughs> Let it be fire. Let it be fire. Oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. Lord, it. Lord, Jesus, help me, or Lord. Police. Ah, this is a dumb idea. <laughs> <laughs> so you need help. medic. Ah, help. <laughs> you need medic or fire? Ah. 
Which would you say you need first? Medical oh, fire. KKK! KKK, I'm so burning! Then. I'm burning! You need some KY jelly? Oh! <laughs> this is a bad idea! I should have thought this through! Oh. So you need police, fire, or medic? Oh, fire! <laughs> I'm on fire! So you're like a rapper? You. I'm hot! You're hot? Sir, what's your location? So I can oh, the out. pit of hell! <laughs> it is hot! Fire! So you know it's a federal crime to call and it burns. Uh, play games on the um, emergency system? It burns! The KKK did this, should shot me. Please hold, I have another call ah, coming in. Ah. It's uh twelve surprising facts about cheating. So Justin, listen up. Oh, Everybody oh, out there be interesting. I know well, a lot of you people are being cheated on right now. You have no idea, no way to find out. Well here's twelve facts. I plan on moving all three of my wives in one big happy house. This is from shine.yahoo.com. Fact number one, Justin. Most men, <laughs> I like how it starts out with articles. men, right? Most men are still in love with their wives when they cheat. Did you know that, Justin? Um, actually, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Most men who cheat haven't fallen out of love. They become unsatisfied with the current state of it. <laughs> Clearly, they've asked the cheaters. <laughs> Why don't you ask the women? How do, do, they how they feel, feel. do they feel in love with them right uh, number two, men usually cheat with women they know. They don't normally pick up random strangers in bars. Uh, this the lady Diane says, my, fir- my first husband cheated on me with a childhood friend. Hmm. I have a childhood friend, too. It's yeah. Female. So, ladies, be able to look out for men with childhood, childhood friends. friends. Hmm. Number one, cheaters. Number three, men cheat to save their marriages. I actually sound like a good. Plan. I feel like this shit was written by the cheaters. It's like the number fact number four: cheating is good for you. As a woman, you need to be cheated on. I did this for you. Number five: stop being a bitch. Pull the top one hundred male cheaters. Number six: clean up the house and cook. Right. Number four: suck my dick and lick my balls some more. Maybe I wouldn't cheat on you. <laughs> what? Who wrote this fucking article? Actually, I was cheating because you licked my balls too often. Right. I didn't like that. It felt too wet. Men love their <laughs> men love their spouses, but they don't know how to fix their relationship problems, so they go outside their marriage to fill any holes. Oh, they be filling, <laughs> they be filling some holes. I fill them holes. All the holes. Yeah, they found be, an extra hole. Right. Ooh, I didn't know I could do that hole. <laughs> Fact number four, ladies, don't be mad at them because men hate themselves after an affair. Yes. So yes. a lot of women they get mad at these men. They want to come down on you. And I say, ladies, calm down. He's already upset with himself for cheating on you with your sister. So why are you mad? You know what, women? Uh, women follows a rhyme over reason. Hit me up on my DMs so we, you can figure out how to console. Just gonna get y'all shot. <laughs> yeah, I hate to see what Turk does. He's. I'm trying to tell you what she would do to me. Yeah, I miss you, man. This my boy. I know. If he puts his ego to the side, he'll feel like a piece of garbage. After all, he's betraying another human being who he cares about. So that takes his toll on every part of his psyche. It just does seem like a dude saying this to like, baby, why are you mad? I'm already mad at me. <laughs> I, I, let, I punished myself enough, girl. Yeah, I let myself down. 
cheaters often get friskier with their wives when affairs begin so ladies you know if if your man is eating that pussy out every night he's fucking another chick he's saving the best for you all of a sudden he's constantly washing his bowels (laughs) and smelling all great you know something is up see i fuck her but i make love to you yes (laughs) when a man starts cheating he becomes hyperactive sexually uh says dr rapini explaining that his sex drive has been awakened and his wife is still the one with whom he feels most comfortable sexually if you notice a sudden change in your husband's sex drives it could raise a red flag so number six women cheat just as much as men and their affairs are more dangerous (laughs) not more dangerous so women you don't get to do it okay men cheat but it's not as dangerous as what you do it's more dangerous so control that vagina ladies republicans were right dangerous vaginas um according to this a university indiana university study shows that men and women cheat at the same rate but the reasons the sexes cheat are different Women are more likely to cheat for emotional satisfaction. Online cheating without any physical contact is the most damaging type of infidelity. That's right. Getting your dick wet means nothing in the face of liking a nigga's Facebook status. So ladies, Ah! you don't know this. Becoming emotionally invested in another person means that you've likely checked out of your marriage. But if it's just sex, it's less about attachment and more about a hurtful mistake. Number seven, a wife often knows her husband is cheating. Them hoes do be knowing. Yeah. So what are y'all bad at? You knew. Yeah. How you? It's your fault if you didn't know. Pay attention. Yes, it is. That's why well, he was According cheating. to this article, and, it is. And again, what are you mad for according to the article? He doing it for you. You don't appreciate shit. Jesus. You probably out here having your own dangerous ass mm-hmm. emotional affair. Fucking. On Facebook. Direct. All them DMs on Twitter. Yeah, Liking direct. all this nigga pictures. Direct messaging niggas. Just because I fucked 17 women, you direct messaging niggas? That's fair now? So what? Your cousin was one of them. Right. Why you got to take it to this far? far? <laughs> I'm trying to show you how she, your family really is. Number, fact number eight, a couple will never work it out when the husband is in the midst of an affair. So ladies, wait till the affair is over. This, this is what a lot of women mess up. You try to work it out in the middle of the affair because you caught them cheating. If you catch him cheating, you just got to wait it out till it's over. And then when he's properly done and he's dropped enough loads inside that other woman's vagina and you bring home whatever it is that he's been getting from her. That's when you say, are you done now? Let's work it out. Okay. I mean, and if as long as he doesn't get her pregnant, what you complaining about? Fact number nine. I'm not making any of these. Get some pop rocks and suck his dick. Fact, fact number nine. Ah! I'm not making any of these up, by the Let's way. Let's get this party started. I wish I, I wish I made this list because it's funny. Number, it is funny as shit, ain't it? Number nine. Affairs can often fix a marriage. Hmm, I can see that happening. Hmm. Yeah. So look, I, it's like you're having problems with your woman, and uh, you just look at it and you go, you know what? I need an affair. This is what will fix this. This this affair will bring us closer together. Although a new relationship is exciting, a new affair, an affair can rekindle the marriage, says uh, Dr. Orlando. Men realize who they want for the rest of their lives and that the new relationship isn't as perfect as they thought. But think hard before returning to a cheater. Flames can highlight how little self-control someone has. 
Well, that's not, you know, get that last sentence, ladies. You know, but that last statement is true. Once I found my second wife, I did start sending my first wife more flowers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we started back going out on just dates and walks in the park. Fact, fact number 10. Even after rebuilding the marriage, a husband may still miss the affair. So, even if you get them back together, ladies, this is why you want to make sure the affair is all the way running its course before you try to confront them because he might miss the fact that he can't have other women's vaginas than yours. So you should order that Sarah J vagina. But why is we together then? Well, that's that's what he's asking. That's his problem. Fact number 11. He's not with you for your pussy care. He's with you for everything else. Fact number 11. Ah. A cheetah knows he's hurting the woman he loves, tearing his family apart, and sacrificing his honor. So ladies, stop reminding him. He already knows. Are you going to just yak, yak, yak all day? Was, I sure am. That was fact number four. Did you miss it? Right. He's tearing him I up on the I was paying inside. no attention. He's already hurt, and now you here you go talking about you tearing the family up. Mm-hmm. You're sacrificing your honor. You're mm-hmm. hurting me. Beyonce was right. To the left, nigga. To the left. Fact number 12. The wife's not to blame if her husband cheats on her. Are you happy, guys? Wait, Realize this. No, wait, I, I disagree with that. It's all her fault. <laughs> Realize this. What do you mean it's not her fault? If your husband is unfaithful, it's not your fault no matter what people say. When a man cheats, he makes a conscious choice to do it. The idea of being pushed into the arms of another woman is an expression, not a reality. No, I disagree with that. Men don't cheat because of who she is. They cheat because of who they are not. The fault is that the signs of disconnection have been ignored by both parties. So it's still kind of your fault. So that's, that's the article. As long as, as long as it ended with it's the woman's fault. I like how the article's like it's not your fault, but you did make this happen because you didn't pay attention. But yeah, all right, back to you guest the race. Got on it. Back to guest the race. We try to help people out in relationships every show. Um, here we go. This is uh, for Justin. Why isn't this playing? Son of a bitch. You need to reload it. Yeah, I always try to do this to me, man. Trusted you, Yahoo. It's fucking. I bet Mitt Romney had something to do with it. Yeah, he's trying to shut down the blackout tips. He's like, y'all won't be winning no wars on my watch, boys. <laughs> Which Tag Wood threatened to hit my father. Yeah. In the face. All right. Uh, and now I'm not getting any sound. Fuck is going on with my is, shit? Is everything turned up? Uh, it should be. It's all the way turned up. Oh no, you right, Karen. That that. A lot of times, what you have to do is uh, turn up the volume, and uh, that's what I find works. We're playing videos. All right, here we go. Ticked off a public bus with her one-year-old after the sick baby literally created a stink. She had to walk to the doctor's <laughs> office all while four months pregnant. ABC's Neil Karlinski has more on the outrage this story has sparked. Any parent can tell you how stressful it is to travel with a baby. But Nicole Hakimian says the problem she ran into this week when she boarded a city bus with her one-year-old took it to a whole new level. He had just pooped in his diaper as soon as I got on. What's a mother to do? Her son was sick. She was taking him to the doctor. But that wasn't the worst of it. More, as they say, was about to hit the fan. The bus driver told me that I needed to get off the bus. And I said, why is that? She said, your, your baby, is, he smells really bad. And it's not fair that we all have to smell that. So off she went, according to Akimian. Four months pregnant, baby in tow, and still a half mile from her doctor. Damn. Seattle Metro spokesperson called it a very unique situation. 
Our goal is always to balance the comfort of all our riders. They're now investigating. You nick my ass. But this isn't the first baby booted off public transportation just for acting like a baby. Last year, this video of a Portland woman struggling with a crying baby in the back of a bus went viral after she says she was kicked off for making too much noise. You can't kick a woman off with her baby. That driver's crazy. The driver was reportedly disciplined. But who's really to blame when babies interrupt an innocent bystander's bliss? The baby was just being a baby, pooping or crying, and yet we're saying, get off the bus. So that's clearly intolerant. When it comes to public transportation, the experts say you just have to expect babies to act their age and hope the grown-ups will, too. See, that's my problem, man. Everybody assumes that the baby is in the right. It's just babies being babies. I'm telling you, man. Somebody's got to take a stand against these babies taking over our world. You know what? Now, if that was Justin on the bus crying and fool and shitting his pants, we would have kicked him off the bus. Nobody would have said, oh, that's just Justin being Justin. He's a ass man. It doesn't and drunk, matter. And drunk, shitty people be on the bus all the goddamn time. And then they get kicked the fuck but off. You Not know all what? the time. Nope. nope. But they, they be, be drunk on that shitty and drunk. And shitty and silent. Yes. They be shutting yeah. the fuck up. They be silent and shitting by themselves. And in they the be back. in the back of the bus. Yeah, the baby don't even have a DC to go to the back of the like bus. Like, she had this baby shitting and smelling all right next to the driver. Like, he right. want to smell that. Yeah. So anyway, guess the race of these entitled baby protecting mothers. Nobody <laughs> is in the business of protecting babies like moms. All mothers. Nobody gives a fuck about you and your kid, moms. Yeah, Understand somebody- that. No, no, that's not what I said. Nobody is in the business of protecting these babies who are mostly assholes, by the way. Nobody <laughs> is in the business of protecting them like their mothers of the babies, man. They get, they've been getting over on the world for forever and it's time and I'm glad that buses are now putting babies in their fucking place, which is off the fucking bus. I disagree with no. that. I don't care if it's an airplane. Children, children are I would kick them off the bus. Mm-hmm. I would kick them off an airbus. The driver did her favor. <laughs> airbus. I mean, she's pregnant. She probably needs to be walking to stay healthy for the pregnancy of the baby. It's only half a mile. He's <laughs> doing her a favor. Pregnant women used to walk half a mile both ways to school in the snow in the 1900s. Y'all trying to get... Even as late as the 1990s, they was doing that. Yeah. Pregnant mm-hmm. women are over... Karen, you said motherhood is overrated. It is. Okay, then. But y'all still trying to get sliced. I bet you if men could get pregnant, they wouldn't be kicking their asses off the you bus. You know what? I wouldn't be on a bus with a crying-ass baby. Right. I would have my baby's mama Whatever. They would, pa- they would, they would pass a law to, me they would pass a law to say your baby can cry all the fuck it won't. Why? Because I'm a man and I got a penis and but I should on the do bus. this. Not on the bus. I'm not though. protecting these hood wolves. Because I wouldn't be on the bus. <laughs> so, Justin, guess the race of the mother and the baby. Oh, I'm going to go with um, white privileged hoe. Mm. Let's check the chat room, see what they believe. Uh, let's see. Um, get that shitty baby off the bus. Okay, that's not a race. <laughs> a baby popping Mexican whose baby shitted burrito, burrito bean paste. <laughs> All right. White on white, says Defonz. Milk of magnesia white. Caucasodian. That's new. That's a new one. Caucasodian. A baby popping, uh, nigga, you already say that, Popson. Someone waiting for the invention of cheesy Similac. Oh. <laughs> One who gets uppercutted by bus drivers. You should patent that 
<laughs> cheesy Timberlake. Go ahead and pat that. One who gets uppercutted by bus drivers. I'm pretty sure that's black. Yeah. And Wizite from Nick the Jew. The correct answer is white. And yeah, with white women. Yeah, but All the women were white, by the way. Yeah, Portland. There's some black people in Portland. I just thought this story was fucked up. It's not guess the race, but oh. at least five people were injured in an explosion in a nine-story residential building in Yekaterinburg. Uh, one man sustained serious injuries. All occupants of the house were evacuated. Three of the victims were employees of the gas company. Three others were tenants. Specialists from the gas company arrived due to an emergency call about the strong smell of gas. Uh, excuse me. Smell of gas. Explosion occurred when they were shutting the gas pipe. One of the victims, a third year student of the faculty of philosophy of the Ural Federal University was catapulted from his apartment by the explosion <laughs> oh, shit. into the street. He fell down from the second story, from the second floor, and was hospitalized in the hospital. I think it was sky high. Shit, Inve- real high. Investigators are studying the online correspondence of third-year student Dimitri Shabarshin, who blew up a residential house in that town I named earlier that I can't pronounce. Wow. Just few minutes, just a few minutes before the tragedy in which one person was killed and eight injured, the guy described his preparations for the explosions. So he put it on his website and said, this is my last day with you on the picture is the way I'm going to leave. Is there anybody who knows how much time the tap must be open so that the explosion is guaranteed to occur in the relatively hermetically closed kitchen? 12.5 cube meters. Fuck the answers. The more, the better, since I couldn't close all the gaps in my door and my neighbors will smell this stinky shit. Also. Will the matches be okay? Why you worry about matches if you're trying to die? He's trying to kill. Well, he wants the matches to ignite the fire so that he'll die. Like, he wants to make, like, do I need a lighter? Do I need. Oh, okay. Like, what do you need to ignite this? Right. I just want to know what fucking website is it where you post you're going to kill yourself and expect to get help? Like, oh, yeah, dog. um, You're going to want to use a lighter for that. I'm pretty sure somebody got the answer to it. Maybe they did not believe that the guy indeed indeed decided to make such a desperate act. So they say the residents of the affected house. But it's unclear why did the boy who wanted to go to another world decided to take there with his neighbors. This is written terribly. Obviously, this didn't happen in the And why didn't the people to come check the gas leak once they smelled it? Then, but like, you know what? We need to evacuate and get the building. Well, the they did. Building. The people who smelled the gas called emergency services, but they didn't have enough time to prevent the huge explosion. Seriously wounded 35-year-old employee of the gas uh, company, uh, Vasily Leverick, died from the injury. Several other people were wounded, including the man in whose apartment the explosion uh, occurred. So he only so he didn't wounded. even kill himself. I don't think so, he man. He killed somebody else. Sounds like he survived. Ain't that some motherfucking... Yeah, somebody come and doing their job and they end up dying because you wouldn't try to kill yourself. Yeah. Wow, man. And then they have, like, all the comments from the thread and stuff. People telling them, like, you don't want to kill yourself because you're asking for help and shit like that. And he's answering it. It's like, why would you answer this shit if you're going to kill yourself? <laughs> Shouldn't the next answer be, uh, I'm dead? <laughs> yeah. So. I will reply to this, but I'm dead. It's like, yeah. Oh, well, I do need to answer this first. All right. Next guest the race. Well, I guess he can reply now, though. Like, <laughs> Oh, wait. Actually, no. This isn't guest the race. We already talked about this article. Um... It's sword ratchet this time. A man accused of assaulting a housewife with a sword. Wow. Cha-ching. 
Dubai. An unemployed man has been accused of assaulting a housewife with a sword and threatening to kill her sister and daughter because they called him ill-mannered. Well, this is the thing. Why isn't he just a house husband if she's a housewife? I mean, they're both not working. It didn't say it was that they have any relationship. But I'm saying they call him unemployed. Why can't he just be a house husband? Yeah, I hear you, man. Maybe he was doing dishes. Like she unemployed too. Then so apparently, the sister and daughter Mm -hmm. and mother, or no, the sister and daughter and the housewife called him ill-mannered. So he proved them wrong by putting a sword on all of them. Prosecutors charged the 25-year-old Armani suspect KM with the threatening to kill. The Emirati housewife, her daughter, and her sister with a sword. He was also accused of assaulting the housewife, FM, by throwing the sword at her shoulder and injuring her. The defendant did not enter a plea as he failed to show up before the Dubai court of first instance where he was scheduled to be prosecuted on Monday. Should it be okay? They don't respect women there. Presiding Judge Ali Atiyah Saeed uh, adjourned the case until KM is legally notified about the next hearing in November 5th. Uh, according to the charge seat, the suspect threatened to burn down the houses of the three women. They all had three different houses. Wow. He was also accused of cursing FM and trespassing into the sister's house. Records say when the women told the suspect that he was ill-mannered, he chased them into their house. They rushed into the house and closed the door before KM jumped over the wall to go inside. <laughs> the, the incident, wow. it sounds like he was uh, gay, like he should have been gainfully employed. Seems healthy. <laughs> the incident happened around one in the morning when my daughter and I were leaving my sister's house. We spotted the defendant brawling with a taxi driver while we were about to drive away in my daughter's car the suspect asked his mother to bring him the swords from inside the house <laughs> bring me my swords <laughs> wow. go get them at one in the morning. house the suspect asked his mother okay he rushed inside and brought two swords by the end i mean by the time that he came back outside the taxi driver escaped the suspect beat <laughs> him, the suspect beat his mother <laughs> wow but you know what he had he did have to go get the swords himself had she got the swords yeah. like he asked, he would have been, okay. been able to stab that cab driver before he got away <laughs> and yelled at her because she did not block the driver's way and prevent him from leaving. Stand in front of that car. Shit. Mama, <laughs> don't make me tell you twice. Suddenly, KM looked at our side and called us bad names. Then he threatened to burn our houses and wreck our vehicles. One of his swords fell from his hand when he chased us. We rushed back into my sister's place and tried to close the door. Um, the women testified that the defendant hit the door with the sword and jumped over the wall and yelled at them. Then he threw the sword at FM. Police arrested the suspect shortly after they arrived at the scene. During police questioning, the suspect claimed that his actions due to the fact that the women called him ill-mannered. I mean, that I is mean, that's a logical reason. I mean, it's getting to the point, Justin. I think Justin <laughs> agree with me here. Well, you can't even beat your mama in the streets anymore. Like, what the fuck is the world coming to? I don't know. The woman that birthed you, mm, you should I mean, be able to he, smack her in the he, face. Right. He asked her to get the swords. She didn't. The least she can do is stand in front of a speeding taxi to keep her from getting away. I no judge is gonna convict this man. Yeah. I mean the worst she could get is a um twelve o'clock curfew. I I'm with you, Justin. I really don't see two ways to see this thing, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, is it that, is that against the race? Karen, no, that wasn't against the Karen, race. But your sarcasm has is a little disheartening because. Oh, you think Karen, no? Karen's being serious. I don't know. What are you listening to? I'm talking about the fact that she feels like this. She, she agreed with us, Justin. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Sarcasm. Okay, buddy. 
Uh, Robert Peter Moore, 31, was given a six-month suspended sentence after pleading guilty to possessing child and animal porn, but refuses to accept he has a sexual deviance. Guess the race. Oh, my. A pervert has walked free from court earlier. Well, this article really is he walked free very uh this article seems to be very fucking uh biased but okay what's his name again uh robert peter moore oh, okay <laughs> peter three full names <laughs> a uh pervert has walked free from court after pleading guilty to possession a horde of child and animal porn including videos of sex with an octopus Ooh. how the hell do you even have sex with an octopus Ooh. don't they got suckies they got octopussy exactly, exactly. <laughs> you want some of that octopussy all oh, them extra arms grabbing and feeling you ever had a octopus suck your dick Mm-mm. i wonder if that's easy to train have your the arms and legs grabbed all at the same time girl don't mm-hmm. octopus have don't octopi have uh beaks for mouths? Like, I why don't you? know. I, I don't not know. Put that my, sounds scary. I'm not putting my dick towards near anything with a beak Suctions. on it. I'm just thinking about how hard it is to train the octopus to suck. Right. That's true. Robert Peter Moore, Ooh. 31, had amassed a massive collection of pornography, including 35 images and 79 videos of humans having sex with a range of animals, including a pig, a goat, and a horse. <laughs> ah! He went all out. Did he go? He went the whole barnyard, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, old McDonald must have been very upset. Judge. Yes. Old McDonald came out. Oh, his pig. This is the third goddamn pig this week. What is going on on my farm? I'm going to here. Judge Colin Byrne. Yes, it is. Judge Colin Byrne declined to view the pictures of the extreme animal porn after prosecution counsel Jeremy Hill Baker said the images speak for themselves. So the judge is like, I'll take your word for it. During his mitigation at Bradford Crown Court today, Robin Freeze, uh, for more quipped, if the prospect of a human being having sex with an octopus, octopus speaks for itself, then my learned friend certainly has a better imagination than I. So, that's his only defense he can muster. <laughs> like, if that speaks for itself without looking at it, then you are a crazy person. Only a crazy person would not need to look at a picture <laughs> of a man. Who hasn't tried having sex with an octopus? Right. Like, you have to take... Ah, that's coming. I do like his defense, which is basically like, no, the pictures have to be seen to be <laughs> believed. Uh, Moore, who does not accept he has a sexual deviance, pleaded guilty to 14 counts of possession child and animal pornography. No, he thinks why? something's wrong with the rest of us for having why that normal guilty? sex. Why, why did he plead guilty? He, uh, I don't know. He pleaded guilty to everything except sexual deviance, I guess. I don't know. Police have also found 82 indecent images or videos of children on his hard drive, ranging from level one to four in terms of seriousness, although it was accepted that he had stumbled across that by accident. He's like, look, I don't know how the child porn and the R. Kelly tape got in there, but what I've been looking for is people fucking octopuses. Um, and you'd be surprised what you find when you're looking for octopus fucking. And the thing is that... uh do you have to dig for that shit? Because when I go porn, that's, that don't pop up in my cues. Maybe well, that's just well, me. Are you typing octopus? Pussy? No, no, yeah. I'm not. I'm not typing children either. Well, uh, maybe he accidentally put eight years instead of eight legs. I don't know, Karen. As soon as, ah! as, soon as, I, as, soon as I get home, I'm typing it in. Yeah. Go ahead and have the CIA octopus-y. knock at your door as soon as they that, in, that thing hit Google. Mr. Freeze added, this is an, unu- an unusual case, and there's been no attempt to look for child pornography. These images have come to him for from a very comprehensive attempt to collect adult porn, 
well you know how it is justin you're trying to collect so much adult porn that you just happen to throw some child porn in there you know how hard it's, you know how easy it is yeah it's not even his it's like trying to get it's tuna dangerous. and sometimes you catch a dolphin right i mean he probably typed <laughs> in he probably when he typed in kid he wasn't thinking of a child he was thinking of a baby goat right i don't see how this is his fault Sentencing uh, more of Long Preston, North York's Judge Byrne said, this is a large collection of pornography which features some very unpleasant things. The basis of your plea is that you never meant to collect child pornography. Possession of the extreme pornography, as it is described now, carries a sentence of imprisonment, but much more serious are the charges of children being abused. Moore was sentenced to six months imprisonment, suspended for two years, and ordered to, co- to complete 180 hours of unpaid work. Really? That's the sentence? So he's only going to prison for six months. Yep. Suspended for two years and 180 hours of unpaid work. That's all. He was nobody, ordered, nobody cares about the sexual harassment of animals. He was ordered to sign. Yeah. This would have been Mike Vick. You know? Just only. Um, man, if he'd have raped eight puppies and then four dogs, man, people would been in uproar. Oh, you know what? Maybe that's it. Maybe this dude can throw a tight spiral. So nobody gives a fuck. They don't give a damn. Like he cried at the BET Awards too, and it's like, oh, you know what? We Let forgive you too. Mm-hmm. He just fucks animals. He could dance kids. real good. <laughs> he was ordered to sign the sex offenders registry for seven years because he did not admit that he had a problem. He was not eligible for any sex offender treatment programs, which is provided by the probation service. Guess the race, Justin. Um, starring co-star of Brokeback Mountain. Ooh, okay, co-star. Got it. Got it. Um, let me check the chat room. Old McDonald had a farm. Fat, 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 fat. White, says Greg. The crocodile pussy hunter who worked at Penn State while eating cheese. Master, says A-Rod. Horse fucker that was featured on Real Sex, Pee Wee Herman White. <laughs> Correct answer is... Oh, wait. Cheese flavored Kool-Aid White. That is new. <laughs> the Fonz three one three. Correct answer is white. It was a white man. Was there ever any doubt, people? <laughs> Not once you said the name. Yeah. All right. Let's see if we can get a couple more stories in. Uh, this will be a quick hit. Man runs entire marathon, Baltimore Marathon, in flip flops. Guess the race, Justin. <laughs> white. In flip flops. Yes. White. That's an easy one. All right, chat room. Guess the race of the man who ran the entire. <laughs> Chat room. The entire Boston Marathon in flip-flops. White. Cracker, says A-Rod. Surfer, says Leonard Brothers. Surfer. Uh, and apparently other people needed more clues or more time because they do not have any guesses. The correct answer is... Wait, PBR chugger, says Greg. She don't mean PBR butt chugger. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I think that's what you're looking for there. Yeah. Uh, well, were you talking about like a full 26, whatever point, whatever miles in <laughs> some um, flip-flops? Let's see. I can tell you uh, he was the 29th person to finish the race. What? Out of 3,024 runners. In flip-flops? 29th in flip-flops. Uh, he said they were, they were, most runners were supportive. There was a few you're crazy comments. Uh, they wish me luck. Um, I kill your feet. Did did anybody count the blisters on the bottom of his feet after he finished running him fucking flip flops? He said the farthest he'd ever run in flip flops before Saturday was fourteen miles. Oh, <laughs> oh so this is something he's been doing for a while. Then he's an artist with this flip flop game. I knew that what would normally result in a blister wasn't happening because there wasn't any room uh, due to the snug snugness of the strap. 
Levisor added uh, to Runner's World. Instead, I figured it would just rub away the skin, which is essentially what what it which is what it essentially did. So he just he didn't have to worry about getting blisters. He just rubbed away the skin on his feet with flip flops. Is he trying to is he trying to get rid of like some DNA or something so he can get out of a crime? Like, oh, it wasn't me. I don't know. Um, he said it's all about a very efficient and balanced stride. There's times when my feet and ankles would get tired from maintaining a more rigid stride that I might otherwise have, and I would start landing more on the outside of my foot, cause my heel causing my heel to slip off the sandal. It only happened a few times, and when it did, it would refocus my concentration on my stride and posture. So his foot was coming off the sandal sometimes. I imagine if he didn't have to stop or slow down, that he might would have finished. Like in the top five. I still can't believe he made the 29th. Yeah, so let's check the chat room and see what they think. Um, I support Black's White. One who loves chill, chili with extra crackers and cheese. <laughs> Kenyon, says a I like that guess. <laughs> uh, and Greg says, nah, Kenyans may call that weak. Uh, the correct <laughs> answer... Oh, wait. Pop. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. We already got pops. In. All right. The correct answer is. Oh, Leonard Brother says one who has black friends. The correct answer is white. It is a white man. Run a marathon in flip flops. Only a white man would even think of that. <laughs> wow. Now, if they, said some, if they had said some barrel shoes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then I would say, okay, as a black man. You know what I'm saying? Barefoot Nigerian, obviously. They said some pat leathers. I'd be like, yeah, that's what I'm saying, black. Woman accused of faking being a doctor online and tricking a woman into a lesbian relationship. Mm, nice. huh, how did this happen? Nice. I like how it's a relationship. I need, to, I need to check her timeline to see how she did that. A Lufkin woman was arrested Monday after admittedly posing as a gynecologist on the online messaging system to trick a longtime friend into a lesbian relationship that led to a civil <laughs> union. It led to a civil union. <laughs> She was not arrested for this. Oh, you not an OGBYN. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I think she got, I think this didn't break down until the lady realized she wasn't making that doctor money. <laughs> no. It's like, I was cool with marrying you and being gay, but uh, this shit is not enough money. Not yeah, you ain't paying bills, honey. Angela Buchanan, 30 years old, was taken into custody Monday on a charge of online impersonation. According to Angelina County jail records, according to an arrest affidavit in March, she contacted the 51-year-old victim with whom she had been friends for seven years on Yahoo. The messenger used the handle Doc. In the course of their real-life friendship, Buchanan told the victim she had a close relationship, more like mother and daughter. Wow. Mm. With Lufkin, uh, with the Lufkin area gynecologist known as Doc. She also told the victim that in 2008, she had a battle with breast cancer while living with her former partner with whom she had twins via in vitro fertilization. Posing as Doc, Buchanan told the victim a precancerous mass in Buchanan's breast could possibly be delayed or cured by an increase in a certain hormone production. The affidavit stated, Doc went on to tell the victim that she advised Buchanan to participate in sexual activity to possibly bolster hormone production and save Buchanan's life. Word. Excellent advice, though. In an interview with... So, basically, she posed as a fake doctor and told her friend, who was on Craigslist somehow, getting doctor advice, right? Uh, you need to start fucking somebody soon or you're going to die from cancer. It's a good cardio workout. So, she fucked her in real life. 
In an interview with the Lufkin police detective, victim said the victim said that she although that although she had been a lesbian since she was 13 years old, she no longer identified with the lesbian community because she now feels it is morally wrong. She noted in the past Buchanan had tried to initiate a relationship with her, so she couldn't get that pussy any other way, so she had to fake it. Wow. Although she was reluctant, she said she ultimately made the sacrifice and entered into a sexual relationship with Buchanan because it might save her from breast cancer. <laughs> she said the sex was directed by Doc as part of the treatment regimen. Buchanan told the victim that she went to LabCorp for blood draws each week to check the treatment's progress. After each blood draw, Doc would go over blood tests with the victim via Yahoo Messenger. You have a doctor you never met, right? <sighs> Like doctor, uh, let me get your Only instant you messenger. Him. But you don't review it with the lab core people, right? After <laughs> following each report, the frequency, nature, and duration of sex would be advised by doc. Because every time when like uh, the, the Buchanan got tired of fucking her, she's like, you know what? Take this week off. But this is my thing. Why are you having to go over the results on Yahoo when you clearly can just meet up with each other? Well, no, 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 because if she met up, she found out that Buchanan was the doctor. So you can't. Like, I, 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 oh, she like, wasn't fucking the girl online. She was just, she was fucking other people. No, no, no. Here's the deal. I thought they got married. They did. Here's the deal. Okay. She was, she was friends with this woman, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The victim. Okay. So the victim had had cancer before mm-hmm. and apparently gets her fucking doctor advice off of Craigslist or some shit. Yeah. Versus going to a real PhD right. with a with a plaque that has a real degree on the wall. Okay. Right. So Buchanan, the guy, the person who's the friend and wants to fuck the victim, mm-hmm. said, "Look, I know someone as uh, a doctor and they're an online doctor, and you can get help from them. You've had cancer oh, okay. before. Check them out." So then she poses as this fake online doctor that never meets up with this person or gives her their real name. I got what saying. And. Talk and the doctor starts advising this this person, the victim, to fuck Buchanan. This game, right though, I like. That. Right, it's just pimp game for one on one. Mac lessons one on one is I like what I that. like to call it. Um, <clears throat> so uh, and apparently this person never needed to meet the doctor in person or any know any information. Um, following each report, okay, so yeah, the victim went on to say that she wanted Doc to have a proactive stance on the precancerous cells and talked Buchanan into having a mastectomy. And reconstructive surgery. So it's like, get your titties taken off and get wow. some titties implants. But you never consult. The day of the surgery, the victim will come, like, right. Did she go to the real doctor to get surgery? And it was like, okay, well, who's your physician? Doc. Doc. Yeah, doc doctor. Who? What's, what's, what's mm-hmm. their um, ID identification number? You know, doctors have identification numbers. What's their, you know? No, no, no. It's just a doc. Just doc. Oh, so you What's don't have uh, paperwork. Did you ever go to the office? Doctor. No, nah, yeah, we had a couple of virtual meetings in the office. No, on, I mean, no. Uh, did you go to a, a physical street address? Yeah, uh, no, no. She, she used no. We we met on the internet. Did they did address. they did they draw blood and then you know you had actual paperwork? Yeah, actually, I said I mailed blood. They took it to LabCorp and then she told me how many times I no, had no had no sex. no no no. Did, did she actually send you paperwork that has like all the information about? What they was drawing. Why would we need paperwork in you, the what, internet? Was, was your insurance even charged? Look, you weren't in that chat room. Okay, <laughs> I feel like you're judging me. Are you going to cut my titties off and put some boob implants in or not? This is all least, besides the point. Did you at least Skype or webcam? 
No, I don't need that. I, I mean, I webcammed her to look at my titties, and that was it. Oh. Uh, the victim went on. Okay, so after the surgery was complete, the victim asked the doctor about the precancerous growth, but the doctor said they knew no, knew about nothing other than a breast augmentation. When the victim asked Doc via messenger about the incident, Doc said the other doc the other doctor had done the surgery under the table, and that he had to deny knowledge of it to her because. There were cameras in the waiting room, according to the affidavit. The victim said she accepted this explanation. What a dumbass. Throughout June and July, the victim said Buchanan and Doc tried to talk her into traveling to the same-sex marriage state to get married because it would help Buchanan win a custody battle for the twins she shared with her former partner. In August, the victim flew to Pittistown, Massachusetts with Buchanan to go through a civil marriage ceremony. Now, what doctor you know gives you marriage advice on how to get custody of your kids? When the victims, was it Dr. Phil? When the victim's daughter began suggesting Buchanan was actually Doc, the victim began investigating the matter, ultimately discovering that her daughter's belief was true. She then contacted Buchanan's former partner and learned that there had been no breast cancer in 2008 and that there was also no custody battle involving the twins. The, pub- wow. the police became involved after the victim contacted Doc's office. In an interview with police, Buchanan admitted to all the trickery, saying the victim would not have entered into a relationship with her if not for Doc's advice, according to the affidavit. Buchanan is out of uh, the Angelina County Jail on a on $1,500 bond. <laughs> she faces up to a year in county jail or $4,000 fine for a Class A misdemeanor charge. Or $4,000 fine. Right. Like, this sounds like everybody is reducing the penalties on her because the person involved was obviously dumb as shit. It's like, well, you know, it's not really your fault that they was that damn stupid. Well, guess the race, uh, Justin, in chat room. I'm going to go with uh, Blonde, Can I Get Extra Pickles on my Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. All right. Blonde, Extra Pickles. Okay. Uh, Chat room says, one who resides in a double wide. (laughs) Cruel intentions, white. This is how Ellen got Portia de Rossi. Uh, that's, not a, that's not a race, Greg. Um, correct answer for this one is... Oh, Greg says white. Okay. Correct answer for this one? White. And Leonard Brothers says flat-assed dog kisser. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's my shout-out to the Light Skin Coalition. Yeah. All right, last article. And then we gotta got to move on. Um, oh, actually, we got two articles, but... Um, Apparently, throughout June and July, oh wait, hold on, I'm sorry, this is the wrong, okay. Video game battles are no joke, but never serious enough to make you pull a gun on your best friend. 19-year-old Patrick Cloud and 21-year-old William Latet were playing video games on Saturday morning in Huma, Louisiana, when they got into a dispute. Punches were thrown, and Cloud kicked uh, Latet in the forehead, lacerating it. <laughs> Ah! Furious, Latet retrieved his gun after pointing at his best friend. He fired once into the ground. Police, police soon arrived and arrested both men. Cloud was charged with second-degree battery, and Latet was charged with uh, illegal use of a weapon and aggravated assault with a firearm. No word on the current state of their friendship. Guess the race. Ah! No word on the current state of their friendship. I assume over. Yeah, Justin, what's the race? Um, <laughs> I'm just going to go with black. Going with black. All right, let's check the chat room. Uh, let's see. 
over Madden Black. Well, they didn't say what game. I don't think. Did they say what game? Uh, nope, they did not say what game it was. There's two niggas, one gun? Black. <laughs> White people have their own guns. Uh, let's see. Negro. Cops didn't shoot the gun owner. White. Playing Halo, eating cheese. That's white. NBA 2K13 players, black. Uh, over StarCraft, Korean. <laughs> and Popson with the chink, the ever lovely chink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, correct answer is white. Oh. Yeah, man. If it would have been a sports game, I would have felt you. All right, last story. This is sore ratchetness, and three billion people sent me this one this week. Oh, actually, before I get to this, let me say there was a vigilante sore story. It's a video, uh, I guess, on a train. Somebody, mm-hmm. Some dude was getting beat up. And so another guy stepped in, a white dude, to protect him. There's three black people fighting on a train. Can you believe it? So uh, they're fighting on the subway. And uh, this white dude steps in to the guy who's getting um, beaten up by two dudes and pulls out a sword and chases off the other two dudes. And... Um, like first the guy who was getting beat up tries to take the sword from the from the vigilante like let me get it and the vigilante doesn't let it go and then eventually the other two dudes run off and then the dude who was getting beat up starts talking shit like that's what i thought bitch run bitch (laughs) fuck you nigga all this shit and everybody's like see rod swords can do good Mm -hmm. um look dog um Everything in that situation that could go right went right for that dude with that sword. Because that could have went terribly wrong. If he would have sliced somebody or some shit, we'd all be up here like, see, this is sword ratchetness. So. Or if the dude would have got the guy from him and slight and cut him. Right. Because he wouldn't allow him to go after the people. Yeah, so that's a high wire act, and I don't want motherfuckers walking around mm-hmm. with swords on the train because y'all felt justified by the one time that nobody got hurt. Best case scenario was nobody could get hurt. Mm-mm. How many right. times has he had that swore on a train and actually hurt somebody? Right. We don't know. Just everybody got that video. A man with samurai sword robs church's chicken. <laughs> guess, ah! guess the race. <laughs> Kansas City police are looking for a man who robbed a church's chicken restaurant Tuesday night armed with a samurai sword. The man demanded money from the cash register at the store on Prospect Avenue just before 10 p.m. <laughs> He then left in a brown two-tone Chevrolet pickup truck. Not two-tone. Possibly a 1980s model. Uh, they described the man as being five foot four inches to five foot five inches tall, weighing between 120 and 130 pounds, wearing a dark gray or black hoodie and jeans. Guess the race, Justin. Uh, Chevy riding hot boy. Okay. Sounds like black to me. Chevy riding hot boy. Check the chat room, see what they think about... Uh, Brack says Fonz. Popeyes was already closed. Black says Greg. <laughs> one, uh-huh. one whose lips are stained of Newports and great Kool Aid. <laughs> Kool Aid Whisperer said Leonard Brothers. That purple drink. Purple. I got that drink. I got that drink. I got that drink. Uh, the correct answer is a black man. Not only a black man, but I left this part out in the chat room. I mean, in the story. The man was described as having light black skin. Damn it, Justin! <laughs> hey, this is your co- people! We keep it ratchet. That's part of being in the coalition. What are y'all doing? <laughs> Why are y'all doing this, man? Let it go. <laughs> he probably had a strong beard, too. Beard right. game is tight! 
right. Well, this has been another episode of Blackout Tips, man. We had Justin back in the house. Sorry we had technical difficulties to start it off, but we still gave you guys a full show. Yes, sir. Make sure you vote for us. Please, y'all go vote, because if we, I don't know, if we win... We're going to party hard. Yes. Uh, like I said. We'll pop bottles on the show. I, I've already forgotten how many people I said. I say two or three people win a glass can. Five. He said five. Come on, man. I five. got y'all. I got y'all. You, you going to send the money in? Okay, cool. Um, But yeah, man, make sure you guys. Um, <laughs> I got a dollar on it. Yeah, okay. Uh, make sure you guys <laughs> um, vote for us, man. Um, You just need to go to, uh, I believe it was Stitcher dot uh, promo. Um. Let me make sure I get that shit. TW, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and dot com. So. Yep. And you don't have to have a Stitcher account. You can just go straight uh, to it. As long as you have a Facebook, it will allow you to log in. And I thank you for the people who have deactivated their Stitcher account to reactivate it to vote for us. And as soon as November the 5th comes, you can deactivate it again. Well, it's your Facebook account, not your oh, Stitcher account. Your Facebook account. account, yeah. Yeah, it's stitcher.promotw.com. Stitcher.promotw.com. Go in there and vote for us. All you need is a Facebook account. Please do this. Let's see if we can beat these motherfuckers. Yes. Maybe we can do it, guys. And wouldn't that be fucking awesome to be part of an award-winning yes, podcast that competed with 85,000, whatever the fuck it was, yes, 8,500 podcasts? if we win, y'all win. Right. And use all your Facebook accounts. Right. We know y'all got like five different email accounts. We saw the stories about how you guys are quickly, are you cheating on your woman? All right. We know you guys are doing it. So use your account. All right, man. Um... Let's go ahead and get out of here. The blackouttips.com contact information, the blackouttips slash about. Uh, of course, we're on Twitter. I'm Rodimus Prime. I'm said that again. That is in DAT. I'm Rhyme Over Reason. And, uh, oh, I forgot to mention this show was brought to you by adamandeve.com. Use the code TBGWT and you get uh, half off of one item. You get three DVDs free. You also get a free central gift that I can't even tell you what it is. And, free shipping so use adam and eve go to adamandeve.com use the code tbgwt and get this bread uh as we say it helps the show out tremendously when you do that yes it does um and uh yeah five star reviews will be read on the show on saturday just leave them on itunes uh email the blackout is at gmail.com and uh i think that's about it um so until saturday morning karen i love you i love you too Mwah. Yes, I love her like Egyptian On the description, my royal highness So many pluses when I bust that There can't be no modest Went from yelling crickets and crows Bitches and hoes to queen things Over the years I've been up on my toes And yes, I sing things like Kira Chill boy, because them folks might think you soft talking like that Man, fuck them niggas I'm going off and coming right back Like boomerangs when you're thorn With these old ghetto poems Think it is better for them When they can let they thorn Down from hitchhiking and fighting niggas Into the temple they call their body Now everybody got it, had it Talked about it amongst their friends Come
jamming around my crew, looking jazzy, wanna pretend like you good at pro shoes, even bone knew that you got coats, like acupuncture patients while our nation is a broke, straight sinking, I hate thinking that these the future mamas up by chilling, they fucking a different nigga every time they get the feeling too, I'm willing to go the extra kilo, need it just to see my senorita get her pillow, on the side of my bed where no good ever stayed, house and doctor was the games we used to play, but now it's real jazzy bear. Play a real play and not no flop. Having the very best of life, lots of steak and perry on. Smoking an ounce a weekend every single day with personal freaknik. Tricking these holes in polo clothes, life as you conceived it, but your conception, deception. Looking into your eyes, I see your weapon and it's depressing. They're digging up in your thighs, even deposits, keeping your closets open. Knocking your boots and jaws, hoping to get you strong like bear bars. Steadily calling me Antoine, cause you thinking that you my lady, bitch, don't play me cause you're danky. I wanted to hit that ass for me and a goodie, we got danky. So thank me. You wanted that stuff, don't play your list of game. You was the only one to blame. A nigga don't even know your name. It's a shame. You cocking them up and fucking a nigga like Tupac up. I'm leaving these folks to be the flowers and wake. Don't get me. See, I gotta be feeding my daughter. Teach her to be that natural warmer. You'll be waiting to exhale while you other hoes be dumb and dumb. Black on black, lack no star. Winners attention so that no one knows who us are. Talk bad about her nigga, guaranteed to snap like bra. Straps sticking together like grandma and grandpa par in this doggy dog world. Kitty cats be scratching on my furry coat to curl. Up with me and my boat, the kibbles and bits I want to earl. Cause most of the girls that we was liking in high school, now they dyking. <laughs> Having no mercy for the disrespect that wants some. Be hanging around the crew looking for funds. Dumb, deaf and fine. They be asking me all about mine, how she do and how she